And then now, now I'm just like eating like shit, like drinking like shit and not <laughs> doing anything. And, um, you know, like every, and every Monday I'm like, all right, it's Monday, man. And I don't know why I pick Monday, you know, but this is the one. Here's what you got to do. Fuck Monday. You got to plan on Sunday. Cap to cap. Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh my God! Santa here? I know him. It's this episode is dropping on December first, so deal with it. Jason is so excited about December. Welcome everybody to Cup to Cup episode number one zero three one zero three. Folks, it's December, and Jason's so excited. Uh, He's got his Santa hat on and everything. If you're not, uh, if you can't see him, which you will one day. This is weird. Sorry. Uh, we have a very special guest today. A friend of the podcast. I, what do you call it? Like a, a fod. For a fop. A fop. That's, you might uh, want to be careful with that one. Friend of, <laughs> yeah. friend of the pod. I, uh, yeah. I was just going to say OG of the pod because I'm trying to think of the episode he, he was on originally. I mean, we're talking over 100 episodes with like what's on tap and specials that he was on. And... We f- I found you on Reddit, right? That's how that's how this all happened. I think so. Yeah, I started spamming Wait, Jason, like I'm doing my introdu- introduction, bro. Just whatever. Fucking, you're getting into it too much, all right? right? I'm out. God damn it! All right, so everybody, zip it. <laughs> this, this is Kevin's part. All right, look. Hey guys, welcome to episode 103. This is Kevin. My name is Kevin. I am the co-host of the Cup to Cup podcast. Um, today we have a very special guest, Mr. Patrick Hennigan. Say hello, Patrick. And Patrick is from Jack's Fitness Academy. Yes, hello, everybody, and Merry Early Christmas. Thank you, man. That is, that is <laughs> awfully goddamn early Christmas. It's not early. It's December 1st when this episode drops. How many times do I have to we say We also have a little bit of a different uh, thing today. Uh, Chase decided to go on vacation, so Chase is not here. Yeah. But we got Mr. Jose. Say what's up, Jose. What is up, my people? See, mm-hmm. I didn't do it really bad. I'm trying to start off at a good level with you. Yeah, we we appreciate your volume level just the way it is. And also, we always have Jason. Yeah. Hey, guys. Like I said, he's doning the Santa hat today. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have a fun fact. It's not really that fun. Um, but in 1991, on December 1st, which is when it's airing today, Britney Spears aired on Star Search in 1991. And now look at her. She's trapped in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So keep that in mind. Everybody's having a great holiday season. You could be trapped in your own house. <laughs> well, aren't we all kind of that way anyway? Yeah. This year? This is not 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 a false statement. Yeah. <laughs> I love how this is supposed to be the Kevin Pat show and Pat's already like called them out already. So it's great. Look. Hey, that's that's what that's what you do when you care. Mm-hmm. It's called accountability. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Kevin. I'm here for you. Uh, usually we have like a talking point, um, and we didn't have one this time because we don't normally do it with a guest. But it came up to me uh, with me yesterday because I have my in-laws in my house. They've been in here for about three or four days. I asked Kevin. I was like, "Hey, man, what about this question?" And he didn't have an answer, which makes me think that I'm just being a bitch. Um, what's something that a guest could or does do when staying at your house that could annoy the shit out of you? 
it doesn't have to be like every time, but something that like one guest did, you're like, dude, that's not cool. Don't do that. Like the one thing that sets you off. Or not, it doesn't have to set you off, but it, it's annoying. Like it's like it's it's either not guest etiquette or it's just like you can't ignore it. Yeah, I, I'll say this uh, for some reason, and I don't know. If my mom takes massive turds or whatever, but <laughs> she is always clogging my fucking toilet, bro. Yeah, my mom clogs my toilet every time she comes here. <laughs> Damn. So I don't know what mom's doing. Like what she's, you know, what she, like maybe she's eating too good while she's here. Is that what it is? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's that's so, about that's all I can say about that. So here's the one that's gonna make me seem like a diva, and I don't care. You guys know how you have like towels that are like the decor towels, and then you have like the towels that you use. Is that a thing, or is that just my a- mom has? Yeah. I knew towels. it. I yeah. knew, and this is what I was embarrassed about because I grandma knew grandma does. I knew this would be me. So in our bathrooms, we have little cool decor towels, and then right above it, we have the normal towels. Like it's right in front of you that you can take. Never once have my in-laws ever used those. They only use the the nice ones that are like they have actually insignias and stuff on it. It's like nice towels. What, like what kind of insignia? maybe they're doing that as a power doing? play? Oh yeah, bro. Like, yeah, especially, especially if it has your initials on it. Like Jason, you you know exactly where this is going. They are yeah. my initials. Holy shit! That is absolutely facts. That is a power play. Yeah, Pat figured out. Your father-in-law is a power player. That's it. I'm going to their house. Yep. And- I'm wiping my ass yeah, with their yeah. towels. That's it. I was going to say, he already wiped his ass with your towels. Yeah. That makes so much sense. That is a power play. Damn. Do you guys have Bro, one? He called that real fast, too, and that's got to be it. Yeah. I like it. Do uh, Jose or Pat, do you guys have one, or I'm just being a diva? I think that the one thing that, that really frustrates me like, is if, if they come and they're staying a couple of nights and they leave their shit everywhere. Like it just, yeah, 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 it's just sure. disorganization makes me anxious. Yeah, and then yeah. like there's like crap all over the place. Like that's frustrating. That'll not do like my mom crap all over the place. <laughs> not like right. that. Not the kind of crap that's that clogs your toilet. Okay. okay. Pat, you got one? Uh for me I think it all depends on the duration of the stay. Like I can put up with anything for like twenty four to forty eight hours. Yeah. But I think like that forty nine hour mark, just like <laughs> bre- breathing wrong. <laughs> Will be like set me off. Like, when are these people leaving? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I know I'm supposed to love my parents, but when are they going home? Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think it's a, it's a duration thing for me. I, c- I can adore anything for a certain point, but after yeah. that, forty ninth hour. <laughs> that forty ninth hour is where it turns. So the forty ninth hour, he's like, Why, do you have to crunch your ice like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Are you, come on, bro. Don't you know guys- how to breathe through your nose, mom? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta imagine that it's worse when you have kids because I don't have kids and my parents annoy the crap out of me within a couple of hours I'm spending with them. But I mean, is it easier or worse when you have kids? Easier because you can palm the kid off on the parents. Yeah, you can actually get 100%. like a couple minutes to yourself. That's true. Yeah, That's it's like true. oh, you haven't seen in in three months. Go have fun. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go play on my phone. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna go do something. Do you guys ever feel like shit when you're like when they start annoying you, but maybe you don't go off on them, but in your head you're like, God fucking damn it, just leave and then they leave for like two months and then you kinda like feel guilty that you're like, God, it's like I don't get to see her that much. Like that's being you're being an asshole, Jason. Like deal with it. A little like, bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely feel that hundred percent. Like you know, you get that feeling like get the fuck out of here and then yeah. they leave and you're like Maybe I was an ass. Yeah. yeah. Jason, I know your mom, though. so And I also know that she's really good at guilt trips. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're probably just feeling a little bit of that guilt oh, that she's 
she's been she'll working on you since you were a little boy. Bro, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. She'll be there. She'll be there and be like, "Well, I gotta take advantage. This is the only time I ever see you." Yeah, you yeah, know, that's how it like is that. for sure. That's yeah, what my that, mom says to stuff she'll like that. She'll be, she'll be an ass, or she'll be like smothering me. But she's like, "This is all I get. It's your fault. You should let me see you more often." I'm like, "God damn it! All right." Um. All right, so what we have planned today, and Pat and I kind of talked before, and you put out an uh, an article. It was just an, a Facebook post, right? And it was talking about like the bullshit. What we called, I called this episode kind of off of what your article was. It was like the bullshit holiday diet or the bullshit Thanksgiving diet kind of stuff. And then we were talking about like how everyone was like worried about gaining weight. I was saying about seventy five percent of our podcast is getting fatter. Um, Kevin, Kevin, Chase. Yeah, Kevin and Chase. Jose, I don't know about you yet. I, I only see chest up, so I don't know if you're getting fatter or not. But I thought like it would be cool because if you don't follow Pat on Facebook or his um, or Jack's Fit, you'll notice that he doesn't – I don't know. You don't steer away from the bullshit. Like you're going to call it how it is. So I was like this is probably a good one where we can ask some questions. And you'll give, us a, give it to us straight or you'll just say stop being a fat ass, whichever one. I think it's going to be good. But before we get into that, we have to play Florida, man. Um, and then we'll talk all this holiday diet shit. It's the rules. It's all right, guys. Um, Florida, man. Everybody here is from Florida except for uh, Jose. You're in New York now, man. You are not a Floridian. No, you're not. You're you're a Florida man. Yeah. I'm you not from take Florida. that goddamn hat off, by the way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like I, I literally haven't seen you without that hat in forever. Yeah, um, it's got the Yankees hat on for uh, those of you guys. There you go. So I'm not from Florida. I don't know if you know that. No, no, you're from like Philly. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I'm saying Florida. Okay, Indiana, I get what you're like saying. we live here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, right. you're currently right. sitting in Florida. There we go. It counts. All right, guys, back to Florida man. So this is the time that I'm going to read a Florida man headline. I'm going to leave out a blank, and we're all going to try to fill it in. But I have to say this story because we've seen it all, and I know Chase has been thinking that Jose or uh, Kevin's been cheating for the last couple weeks. And there's one that's been circulating a lot. It, it hit CNN. Oof. It was on all the news, and I'm not going to use it, but I'm going to say it because it was I badass. That 76 year old man that jumps. In, yeah, he jumps in the he jumps in the pond, and I love how like I have to state this afterwards. So he jumps in the pond. He rescues his little dog. He's probably mm-hmm. like a five pound dog. And the, the gator my mother was, like was a, telling me about this shit today. The, the gator was like four foot. It was a little gator, but little it's still four gator. foot. That that was the best part about it. When you see the it'll article, take, it'll take your fingers off still. Yeah, or hand. The best thing is that the Floridians are commenting like, "Oh, that was a baby. Who gives a shit?" I was like, "Dude, <laughs> like that's how you know you're from Florida. You're like that was a baby. That's not a big deal." But anyway, that was a cool story. I had to say that because yeah, you guys saw well, the, the video. best part. You missed the best part about the story, Jay. He saves the dog. Oh, no, that's a great part, obviously. Wait, yeah. what's the best part? Best part is he kept his cigar in his mouth the whole oh, fucking shit. time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> this guy dives all the way in the fucking water. He comes out. He's still got that cigar like fucking Sergeant Slaughter out there, you know? I'd be even more impressive if he kept it lit the whole time. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I was trying to look for smoke, but I completely forgot about that. I'm glad he brought that up. Um, that was funny as shit. Can we clarify something before we get started here real quick? Sure, back. Am I am I playing for Chase today, or, or are these Jose points? And also, does Kevin get points? No, Kevin does not get points on anything. For so now. nothing goes on the board. Nothing goes on the board. Wait, if Jose wins, give him give him a point on the board. Sure, he'll get a point. Yeah, on the board. there you oh, go. Thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate it. Yeah, that way you can be like, I'm only nine behind the Chase or whatever. You know. Um, out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Florida mm-hmm. man blinks. 
police car after cocaine arrest. So I, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit. He does something to a police car after he's arrested. What does he do to this police car after he's arrested? And you shoot your answers out. I'm not going to pick anybody. I mean, the obvious answer for me would be like, you know, hangover style and just steal the police car. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a solid. He gets, he gets busted. He's like, you know what? I'm fucking out of here. You can kiss my ass. That's fair. Pat, you got one? You're thinking, man. Yeah, I'm going to go one. I'm, I was thinking the same line, but I think for it to be a headline, it's got to be Crash's police car. Ooh. Distinct. I like it. I like it. That was, that was literally what I was thinking as well, Pat. I was you thinking can... Crash's. You can pick. You know, I'm not Chase. I'm not Chase. I'm not ashamed to pick the same answers. Yeah, yeah. great minds think alike, right, Pat? We're going with Crash. Boom. All right, Florida man chews up police car seat after cocaine arrest. (laughs) What? (laughs) So he gets in there. He's just like, yep, (laughs) yep. That actually makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. the sure. the police officer, I guess, put him in the back seat, handcuffed him, and then they just started chewing uh, the back of the seat into pieces, causing over a thousand dollars in damage to the seat. I mean, thousand thousand dollars in leather damage is not that much. You know? What is that? Just a bite? Are you a? Yeah, I mean, oh, are you an expert in leather? I mean, or biting? Know, I, I work in a furniture <laughs> company now, so you know. Oh, okay. Kind of okay. a big deal. <laughs> Do you get a lot of people that chew up their couches and trying to? Well, recover? well, we do have a protection plan for that, Jose. So <laughs> don't, that I don't, man. don't. You just started no, the sales. No, I don't. All right. Just saying. All right, Pat. People can go back and check out your old episode and listen to the full story. But to save them time, how'd you get into fitness, and what's your uh, unique approach to training that'll save our fat asses during this holiday? Uh, so I own Jacksonville Fitness Academy. It is a semi-private and personal training studio, I guess would be the right word for it, gym in Jacksonville. Um, we're in Mandarin. We do um, semi-private training. So semi-private training is group fitness, but individualized. So it's smaller groups, not like CrossFit, like you do, Jason, where it's like the workout of the day, everybody's doing the same thing. Mm. Um, based on my background, I've worked, uh, my first internship was with an MLS team that I did an internship with, um, uh, pro basketball stuff. So I'm from a, based on my background, what I've noticed is that that individualization of fitness is like that missing ingredient. And, um, semi-private training allows you to individualize the programs, but train people in a group setting. So four to six people that allows us to keep the cost down. So people can train more frequently as opposed to, you know, my hourly rate is significant is, is high if you want me one-on-one, but if we do semi-private training, it keeps it consumer friendly. And they also get all the benefits of one-on-one personal training, um, you know, customized program, like individualized technique, coaching, nutrition plans, all that, you know, that communication stuff that you need, like having somebody in your corner and the support of an actual coach, but not in like a crap setting, like orange theory or somewhere like that, where you're just a mouse on a wheel designed to just pay them every month. You know, that individualization yeah, yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. really what, what drives results. And if we, I have worked in a system, we've developed a system that allows that to happen to the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, why, I forgot why, why did you go to Jacksonville, uh, when you were in Philly? Like what made you come here? So my wife's from here and it was two things. This is more in line with back to uh family visiting earlier. Um, yeah. this is more in line with where we wanted to raise our family. Her family's here. Um, and also, so I owned a gym in Philly that was, or a co-owned a gym in Philly that was like all one-on-one training. Um, but when I came down here, I noticed that a lot of the gyms just were not providing actual service and weren't actually 
driving the industry forward like they should. You know, like I mean, fitness should be fitness is awesome because like, you actually get to like reach out, help people, and improve every aspect of their life if you do it right. And there weren't a lot of places that were doing it right, and a lot of the people that I you know first networked with when I first came down here were just snakes in the grass who weren't smart enough to be snakes in the grass, just not doing it for the right reason. So I knew that there was a business opportunity down here for like the model that I wanted to run basically. Yeah. Cause there was no, there's very, there's very little one-on-one person. There's really little personal training in general in Jacksonville. And if we could make it affordable and appealing to the masses, I knew that it would be a, a good thing to bring. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I, I, your model in general is something that is, pretty unique because i you know I, we see a lot of these gyms that have like the schedule like the orange theories like you mentioned it's just this big group of people they put them on the whole thing and then mm-hmm. they shift them out this idea kind of come is it something that is like emerging in the fitness world or is this something that you just came up with you thought was the no, model no, this is very much me stealing from people from like me walking on the shoulders of giants of people who came before me um so it's like, you know, Mike Boyle, Eric Cressy basically started it up in Boston working with athletes and their groups are much larger, but it's still individualized programming. Um, and I luckily, one of my first, um, the, for the only corporate fitness job and my crew, my um, professional career is weird in that I've only worked at one gym for about six months. Um, the rest has been with athletes and then on my own. Um, I was lucky enough to um, go and shadow like the way Mike Boyle runs things for a little bit and um learn their system not learn their systems but just see how it works it's like okay yeah this is probably the future of personal training because it's higher touch point and more affordable so people can actually train more often and develop better relationships with the trainers and also learn what they're doing so they don't have to train with you forever you can actually train people to go live a healthy life because the i mean the number one thing that a trainer is supposed to do is train themselves out of a job you're supposed to be so fucking good at what you do that people within six months know what they're doing, they're confident, and then even still that confidence in them to go do it themselves for the rest yeah. of their life. That's the best, that's that's the number one mark of you doing a good job. So that's always been our goal. And the semi private model was something that I, you know, I thought or not, it's something that I knew would do well in Jacksonville. I didn't know that it would do this well this quickly. I guess yeah. would be the best way to put it. It's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a very good problem, and it's it's great. I mean, like I said, we get to help people every day. And our our um, so my my I on I'm sure you've noticed on um on our Instagram page, my my top trainer Andrew is a mountain of a man. He's a world record um, strongman competitor. Like the dude is a monster, like the best athlete you've ever met in your life. But we butted heads a lot the first like three to six months he worked there because his exes and O's training, training, training. People should train hard. They shouldn't care what music's playing. Blah blah blah. And really, it's not. I mean, it's that combination of like that's what Orange Theory gets right is that community, even though their workouts are stupid and they hurt people and people go there, don't get results, bang up their joints, but they love it because they get that community. So having that mix of X's and O's, but also like that really good community, that really good atmosphere that actually communicates how to be confident and how to use these things to build actual, the strength that matters, you know, internal strength and confidence in yourself through the weight room is really the only thing that I care about, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. So, so it's an av- easy way to get a lot of people to experience that. For the average Joe, what's the difference that like the biggest difference to tell someone that's like, ah, I got a gold gym membership and I go in there and I like, I hit the chest like a couple of times a week and they don't really know what the hell they're doing, but they're like, I'm, I'm getting on elliptical. I'm doing this. So I'm spending like nine bucks uh, a month on this. Like what's the difference between that and like what you would do? Like the easiest well, way to explain that to them. So the best thing, I mean, the best thing is like, it's okay. Well, are you happy with what you're doing? Are you getting where you want to be? Yeah. doing what you're doing if the answer is yes then great you're doing the right thing if the answer is no it's then 
Like if you could do it on your own, you would have done it already. So something's clearly missing. It's probably that actual science behind the program itself, the accountability of having to answer to somebody when, you know, a client walks in like, hey, what did you have for dinner last night? They give me a look and like, what the fuck did you order at Wendy's? You know, why did you do that? Like just that conversation is enough to make someone think twice about it. You know, maybe they do it the next week, but maybe the week after that they think twice and then it doesn't happen. That's the first yeah. step to forming better habits. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's like I said, if, if something that if that is working for somebody and they're happy with it, that's 1000% the way they should go. But I think most people know that something's missing because they're not where they want to be physically yeah. um, or like in that mindset, mental, mental strength area as well. So um, kind of like a coach is the same thing as a guide, basically. So if you can find the right guide for you who will actually plan out your steps and be like, okay, this is the path we're going to take. And I'm going to show you where the dog shit is on the path so that you can step over it. So we don't have those fallbacks. Then you're going in the right direction. Okay. And I think that's, inc- that's so important though, because like you mentioned, if that's working for that dude, then great. That's good for him. Yeah. But a lot of people think that, you know, these workout plans and these, they're all like cookie cutters and they work for everybody, but everybody's body is different. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you need a trainer that's going to be, that's going to want to give you that individualized attention to build something that works for you. Yeah. And I I think it's also important to avoid those boxes, like those, you know, like everything. I mean, fitness is a very new industry. I'm only like a second generation gym owner. The dudes who own the first private gyms are like 10 years older than us. Like it's a very new industry. Um, So people want to, you know, create this identity for themselves of like, you know, we're a strength training gym. This is a high volume gym. We do things this way. And that's, that's the exact opposite of individualization. And that's where you lose a lot of people because a lot of people should probably have a foot in every camp. I mean, I guess the easiest metaphor to make would be like the diet. Like people are hardcore paleo, they're hardcore carnivore now, they're hardcore vegan, hardcore vegetarian. And it's like, well, why why are you robbing your metabolism of like that beautiful diversity? And the real answer for most people is having a foot in every camp and picking what works for everything instead of just feeling the need to arbitrarily declare their identity based on some group that is really, I mean, everything's just marketing now in in terms of fitness, in terms of nutrition. Um, so it's just, it's just finding that right, that right thing for you. Like you said, Jose, and if something's working for you, stick with it, stick with it until it doesn't work and then consider other options, but it's working right at full steam. Kev mentioned this when we had you on, um, uh, for a dad tip, I forgot you were on there too. So if you guys recognize his voice, there you go that you were on uh, the dad tip episode. Um, but yeah, your articles and your blogs, you mentioned the diet thing because you were like, listen, I'm not saying don't do this, don't do this, but pick something that the key word there. And I agree with this 100% is sustainability yeah like everyone's like oh i'm trying i'm trying the paleo or i'm trying intermediate fasting and i'm like i'm not saying this doesn't work or that doesn't work but are you only are you able to sustain that for the next six to six to a year and if you're not then that means you're probably just going to gain that weight right back because you're probably going to go back to your shitty health and i'm going to call chase out because i wish chase was here because i always gave him shit for this he did that 30 health challenge thing where whole whole 30 30, and Every time he fucking did it, he lost so much weight and then he gained it all back because what did he tell us after he did? He's like, oh, I can't wait to go get that pizza or that burger afterwards. And I'm like, I don't understand why you just wasted 30 days if that's what you're going to fucking do. (laughs) I don't understand it. Well, I mean, that brings me to my question. That brings me to my question. Like, like I, I, like Jason said earlier, like I've, I've, I've gained a little bit of weight during COVID, you know, and I got tons of excuses but look, I put those excuses down and I've been I've been busting my ass for like like a day and a half, two days. And like how come I haven't lost like twenty pounds? Like what the fuck? 
Let me go back. Let me go back to Jason's point because the the dirty truth about all that diet stuff is that they all they all work. I mean, yeah. Every every diet, as long as you're limiting calories, is gonna work for if your goal is to lose weight. It's just like you said. It's like, can you stick with it, or can you can you do this diet for long enough where like your cravings aren't gonna kill you, where you're not gonna you know ruin your mental health, ruin you know the sustainability of your personal environment, the relationships around you, your energy level is not gonna crash. And are you just going to be happy? Like what's like you said, what's the point of following something for 30 days if the only thing you're thinking about is donuts for 28 of them and you're going to binge mm-hmm. on donuts for yeah. the next week? It's it's it's, it's you got so to find hungry. yeah, it's, I mean it's changing your body with food is much simpler than people make it out to be. And Jason, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's like you just have to you got to dial down to the basics, the science behind it. It's energy expenditure, so it's calories and it's movement basically. And that's not saying, you know, that there aren't other contributing factors for everybody. Of course, there's personal factors, there's stress management, there's relationships, there's that environment. Like Kevin, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're having a problem right now because you're at home with your girls all the time. You know, yeah, it's, so- and there's kids, so there's kids snacks all the time. Yeah. No, 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 no. His issue is us late night playing Call of Duty. What do you eat no, and drink? No, no, that's not what it is. Where do you consume no. your, your, are you I, consuming you, too what? much or are you just being lazy during the day? Which one is Here, it? Here's the issue. Okay. I, I had a gym that was open, you know, I don't want to call them out, but, but they, and then like, you know, I didn't feel comfortable going there because of COVID and shit. Yeah. Uh, so then I started to try to do stuff here and I was like, I don't have the shit that I had there. And then I was like, started making excuse after excuse and I, I could pile them on at this point. Um, and then now, now I'm just like eating like shit, like drinking like shit and not doing anything and um you know like every and every monday i'm like all right Mon- it's monday man and i don't know why i pick monday you know but this so is the you, one here's what you got to do fuck monday you got to plan on sunday you got to plan your whole week you got to start right. co- you got to start cooking your food you got to at least start thinking out what you're going to have cuz all this stuff all the discussion we're we're having it's all it's all based in habits it's all based on daily behaviors like just yeah. like that little iota of discipline every day. Like, you know, if you know on Sunday that like, if you know on Sunday, even if you're enjoying Sunday, but you know, like you're going to feel like shit tomorrow. You don't want to feel like shit for longer. You got to yeah. just start having, at least have a plan for Monday. Like, be like okay, for breakfast, I'm going to have this for lunch. I'm going to have this for dinner. We're going to have this and then take it one, take it one day at a time at that point. But it's, I mean, that's tough to do with a family though. Oh, no. Like, because like, you know, if I was for me, if I was like, look, Erica, my wife, if I was like Erica, I'm fu- I'm going hard. Like I'm gonna start eating healthy, and you know, like my girls don't want to eat chicken and rice every fucking night or whatever, you know, or vegetables and chicken or but that's salmon si- and fish, si- you know. That's the thing. That's where it comes down to that science behind it, the calories. You can eat whatever the fuck you want as long as the portions are right. Yeah, you know. So for you, what I would uh, say that's what Erica says. My biggest problem is, and I think she might be right. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's the biggest problem. You know, kind of like not being stereotypical, but that's the biggest problem with us as a nation. Is our portions are yeah. our big gulp size, basically. You know, everything's everything's big. Everything's big and cheap. I mean, one of our biggest problems here is that you know, I mean, this is a Joe Rogan line, but it's like our poor people are too fat. Like that's telling us something about the culture yeah, and society right. we're living in. You so, know, like, is there a and I've looked this up and everyone's probably looked this up, but like, is there something that like could train us better to stop eating so much in the sense of like, think about like for this, this is a perfect example for me because I would be way fitter if I didn't eat as much as I do. Cause I eat a shitload and it's like moments like Emily doesn't finish her plate. And so I'm like, oh, I'll finish whatever same. she has and I'll finish, yeah, I'll finish leftovers and I'll do that over and over again. But is there a trick that we could like do 
every time that we eat to stop being so like eating so much could we slow down eating or like how does that work well so i mean well you're not so at that point you're not eating because you're actually hungry you're eating because it's there you're eating because it's in front of you and your brain's like yeah give it to me why not so this again this comes so i do the same i do this this same exact stuff man like fiona like we make her little pizzas for dinner fiona's my daughter not my wife And like, if she doesn't finish, I'm like, I'm, I'm eating that. Like, there's yeah. no way I know it's good. But yeah. so what I do is, I mean, I, I track my stuff. It's just some tracking calories, and like my fitness pal, things like that. Yeah. It's it, that makes me feel free in terms of like what I'm actually doing. If I have everything quantified, if I have everything measured, it makes me feel not like in control in like a, like an eating disorder way, but it just, it t- it's one less thing I have to worry about in my day, basically. Like, it's like, this is just mm-hmm. data in my phone at this point, And I'm, I'm filling this data with different variables. But so what I do is I actually, so my calorie totals right now for me personally is like 24, 20, uh, 24, 2,500. I, I invest in coaching every month for both my business and my body as well. So I'm, I'm a firm, like I, you know, I walk the walk when it comes to coaching. I know the value of it. Um, but so what I do is I always purposely will actually eat like two to 300 calories less than I'm supposed to, because I know that I'm going to get those calories in the, in the, the picking food, you know, and that's not giving me an excuse to then indulge in the picking food it's the same thing you know just like the you know you see the pen you're going to pick it up and click it because it's there you're doing the same thing with food yeah Um, but it's again it's just planning is really can be the great equalizer it's not as intimidating as it sounds like i know people here in this are probably like oh my god this guy what do you notebooks for fucking everything it's it's just (laughs) it's little simple things and like even like tracking your calories it's 30 seconds after each before or after each meal it's not like a big time commitment but both of these behaviors you also get to know what you're consuming so you get to a point where you're like, hey, I can pretty much eyeball how much protein is on this plate right here just because I've done it for so long and uh-huh. recorded it. It's like doing Algebra 1. At a certain point, you can watch, you know, look at 2 plus X equals 5 and know what X is without even thinking about it. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just it's people – we do have a weird relationship with food, and it's, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. A lot of people use food as like almost as a drug. A lot of people have a really bad relationship with food, and that's something that a personal trainer is not going to fix for you. Yeah. That's something that is, you know, you got to do like the deep work on yourself, but when you can get to the point when you just view it as data, you just view it as another variable, it becomes much easier. And it, it, like I said, it takes a load off your mind. And we all have bad relationships with food, every single person, myself included. It's, it's just what we do, you know? Yeah. Um, but if you can take that mystique away, take your, you know, your own personal story with it and turn it into something as simple as data. And that's not saying just view, view food as fuel with like no enjoyment factor whatsoever it's just i mean even enjoyable food is just calories it's just energy so if you can view it as that it'd be your diet becomes much more flexible and much more free not saying that's the right path to take for everybody but for most people especially guys like us where you know we work all day we have families you know relationships it it makes it much easier and like i said it's one less thing you have to stress about I will say the my fitness pal for anybody who's never tracked. So I was very diligent for a couple of years and then I stopped only because I eat pretty much the same stuff. So when I wasn't really like honing on the diet, I knew what I was consuming because mm-hmm. I was tracking it. But my fitness pal makes it easy where it's like it has almost anything from like the Publix brand to like the high end brands. All you have to do is put it in and it'll find it and it'll find the serving size and it's incredibly actually easy to do. And if you start planning your food out and shit like that, like Pat's saying, you can create meals. So let's say you just had chicken, rice, and peas for five days in a row. You can just copy and paste that exact lunch over and over and over again. It's yeah. very, very easy. Well, and and uh, I, think, I think the best part of it is what you said. Like you don't have to track your food anymore, but you're probably 
if I asked you to calculate like how many calories you ate today, you'd probably be within like 150 because you've done it for so long. Yeah. That educational component is invaluable, especially when 90% of society is confused, scared, and anxious about food. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. For sure. Um, all right. So I got to ask holiday stuff. Uh, like Kevin said, we're going to gain. Is there anything, and I know this is a corny question to ask, and I feel like every clickbait articles out there Facts, but yeah. like yeah for for me so like kevin said he's not going to the gym uh or because uh, for for covid reasons and he's just staying nah, safe and nah. staying at in. this or, point like i could go back to a gym if either way you're staying you're you're working out of your house so for the yeah, people yeah. that are going to be at their house and let's say they don't have gyms like uh, pat and i do in our in our house and let's say like because i know you can you'll bring it up too you have online classes i know a bunch of people river city, river city live um uh, a bunch of their hosts uh, use your stuff. I know a bunch of uh, friends that use your stuff. Um, I'm trying not to say Mayor Andy at all in this episode, so I'm not going to bring up anything because I know you're he wants it. him at all. I'm trying. I, but was just, I was just with Andy a couple hours ago. We can talk about him yeah. for hours. <laughs> for for all those people that are working out of their house, is there like something that, that we can do during the holidays to like counterbalance outside of like tracking and not going ape shit mode every single day and eating every single cookie? Well, so I think I think that this ang- this anxiety over holidays is kind of silly i think it's kind of funny you know it's like the purpose of holidays is to be around family to experience gratitude and to express gratitude and to actually like be in the moment for once in your life to be you know to turn your fucking phone off to not be in front of the tv or if you are in front of the tv be with people you love just kind of you know like having that human connection that we are really lacking especially this year um so i i mean it let yourself this is probably not what people expect a trainer to a gym owner to say, but like eat whatever the fuck you want. Enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like think about it. Like holidays are special. They're important. They're, and there's only like really seven, what? There's like three pig out holidays every year and then seven mm-hmm. family holidays every year. So maybe you see your family four times a year, maybe less than that. I mean, just eat what you want. Enjoy it. Turn your brain off. Take that stress out of your life for one day. They, even if you go balls to the wall and you actually have, I mean, so the best thing you can do to combat holiday weight loss is to have good daily habits every other day of the year. And this isn't saying be on a diet every other day of the year. This is just saying have a good routine, a good daily discipline that you perform, that you live your life by, or not even live your life, that just that you do every day so that you know when the holiday's over, you're going to be able to bounce back with no question. You know, so like have a good morning routine, have a good work on having a better relationship with food work on actually eating the appropriate amount of calories for your goals for where you want to be have a good nighttime routine get enough water you know do stuff like meditation things like that manage stress because all these things contribute to that stress around these holiday meals i've tried it man i know i know how powerful it is and i keep trying and i really need to work on it but i just you know what you would like because you're a performance dude you would really like the wim hof breathing exercises Wait, I explain that because I actually think I do those. Is so, that the like? Is that like eight seconds in, hold, eight seconds out, like let out that kind of those? Similar, but he has a bunch of different styles and a bunch of different ways that he teaches it. Okay, he's that he's that crazy Dutch dude who like climbs Everest in like a speedo. Okay, like, he uses his breath to regulate his body temperature. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, but his yeah. his breathing exercises are. I mean, anytime is, you're focused on your breathing and not thinking about anything, it's meditation. Oh, but his, okay, I didn't his, think of it like that. His, yeah, med, no, meditation is people have people have this weird misconception about meditation as some Ace Ventura. Bullshit. That's why I'm sorry yeah, I, on him because you're like, um, I've referenced that movie three times to my wife in the last couple of days, and she's never seen it. Oh, such a classic, yeah. man. Yeah, um, no, meditation is literally just. I, I think so too. Um, 
Yeah. 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 Yeah, and she's not. She's only like two years younger than me too, so it's not like it's an ex- Whoa, a generational thing. Call out her age like that, bro. Come on. Sorry, well, she, we don't know his just, age, so we don't know. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like twenty-two. So. You know. So school me on meditation <laughs> again. Nice. Like why? Like so. I'm honestly, I am thinking one hundred percent Ace Ventura two, where no, he's no, just no. sitting there like humming and like going into another world. No, See, no, I, no. I listen to too much Joe Rogan to know that that's not. Yeah, he, he actually he actually has a he has a lot of guests on who explain it very well. Yeah. Meditation is basically like a quick bath for your brain so it's basically like getting in a physical not even getting it's you just you sit down you close your eyes you breathe in through your nose slowly you hold the breath for like a split second in your lungs and you exhale slowly through your mouth and then you try to turn all that focus in your brain away from like what's actually going on in your day what you're thinking about you turn it just to the physical sensations of even like focusing on like feeling your butt in the chair feeling like the air going like kind of tickle your nose here like little things like that um, just to train your brain to be able to actually turn off and disconnect from like the daily stresses of the day. And it's, it's crazy if you, so I do meditation with a lot of my clients. I do meditation a lot with a lot of people, but, um, I kind of call it like meathead mode meditation. Cause it's not hippy dippy. I don't really care if you have like a quite like a, yeah, I don't care if you have like a Buddhist component for it. Like, you know, like where you're seeking enlightenment or some narcissistic crap like you that. You have to sit down Indian style and shit, right? Like, you know, yeah. you, you have to twist your legs up. <laughs> I can't um, do it, bro. You got to get in like a pretzel. Yeah, well, and um, and so there's also that, um, but it really, it's just, it's turning your, training your brain to focus on physical sensations. Physical sensations. You can actually like be in the moment and let like this stuff in your head go for a second and just go back to it afterwards. But um, for you, there's a, there's a, a physical component to it as well, because if you breathe a certain way, um, so the nervous system is sympathetic and parasympathetic and it's basically fight or flight. Um, so fight is when you're like really amped up, like right when you're about to go for like a deadlift PR or something like that. And then flight is more like, we're going to run away and go to sleep. So when you're done working out, you want to go from evolutionary fight to evolutionary flight. You want to go into recovery mode. And if you sit, lay on your back, um, like you want to like have your whole body just resting on the ground, breathe in through your nose through for seven seconds, holding the lungs for seven seconds and then exhale through your mouth for seven seconds. After about like a minute, minute and a half, it stimulates your valgus nerve or your vagus nerve, which is the longest nerve in your body, which actually helps shift your central nervous system from this high adrenaline producing testosterone pumping state to a more relaxed recovered state. And that actually helps stimulate physical recovery quicker. Oh shit! So I've yeah, been so doing breath that, is much more powerful than we give it credit I, for. I've been doing that, but I've been doing that prior because I thought I was doing a, an exercise almost identical to that, and I can't remember the the amount of time. But I was doing it prior to build lung capacity, mm-hmm. prior to working out, and that made sense because when I was done, like I would take pre workout and I would try the the breathing, and then I'd be like, "Fuck, I'm like." I'm Tired. chill right now. I don't yeah. want to go work out. So I'm like, yeah, I, I stopped doing it about two years ago, but I remember doing that before every workout. I'm like, I feel like something's not right. I'm not doing this. Yeah, correctly. So that makes sense. I, not yeah. before workout, after workout, check. After workout. Yep. Okay. Um, here we go. Uh, I did have to ask this and I stole this from Tim Ferriss. If anybody listened to his podcast, they're uh, pretty awesome sometimes. Um, Sometimes. he always, wow, you really sold that one. <laughs> some of his guests are great. And some of them are just way out there. Like I'm Did like, you listen yeah, to the Matthew McConaughey one. That's a way out there, but it's Matthew McConaughey. I actually like, thought I, that was one of the better podcasts I've heard in a really long time. Is, for sure. He's, he's a fantastic he's, storyteller. He's one of the best for, storytellers oh, I've ever heard. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly what I would describe him as. It's 
That I I mean, he's like a campfire dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. put him next to a campfire with a glass of whiskey, like I can listen to this guy all day long. Yeah, Fast. yeah. I actually downloaded his book after that. Nice. I, I like the podcast so much. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I I think he is. I haven't started it yet, but I downloaded it. If, yeah. If he is, I might have to put some well, money into that. I know. Right? I mean, think about it though. Like, there's if you were gonna buy his audiobook and yeah. find out that he's not voicing it, I'd be pissed yeah. off. Like, yeah. Clayton, like Clayton on the side over here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is doing. No, no, Anthony Hopkins. Get the fuck I was off. Say, I, I'd, I'd be fine with Anthony that. Hopkins. No, yeah. I still it's want a terrible fucking example, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so he asked. Um, usually, every one of his guests, I think he does, but um. What's one piece of equipment that uh, you would have in your gym if it's if it's you can only have one? I can only have one piece of equipment. Yeah. Um. So if it was one piece of equipment, it would have to be probably a TRX. Because I mean, if if you get if you have a squat rack, you need a barbell and weights with it. If if you yeah you, you can do much more with it. There you go. I mean, you can do much more with it than people give you credit for. Than people give it credit for. Um. There's just so oh. much equipment needed to actually have a gym that functions for yeah. multiple people. And I think the TRX is probably the only one that would, you would be able to actually like if, if you literally like if a full body, you, ca- you came and stole all this stuff and you're like, all right, tomorrow you have 10 clients in a row, but you have this TRX. Like I could get through that day. No problem. Yeah. If you did the I same thing and, le- and left and left me one dumbbell, I'd be like, ah, this is going to be bad. There's going to be somebody that this is going to be way too light for, someone that's going to be way too heavy for, yeah. someone that's not going to have any idea of what to do with this. But a TRX, you can you can scale it to where you are. You can you can make it as difficult as you want. I mean, you can make that thing hard as all hell. So, yeah, I think that. And that's not an, an advertisement. I actually use gymnastics rings in the gym. So maybe I should have said gymnastics rings. No, I love I it you were because say resistance bands. Because I'm looking at one right now, and I was thinking about it, but yeah, I think yeah, TRX yeah. for an actual like hour long workout session would probably be the better answer. I love that because Kev, no, Kevin's been giving me like shit. Like he'd be like, "I don't have enough." I was get some bands. He got some God. bands. He'd be like I need a bench, bro. I can't work out. I need a bench. And then I was like, "He has TRX." And like now, when you said TRX, I saw Kevin go. Fuck, now I definitely <laughs> need to start working out. It's like the one thing, and I'm like, God damn it, I have it. <laughs> so it's another excuse going on my brain. Uh, I need yeah. to get my shit together for real. Bro, I looked straight at you. I never thought that a TRX exercise would be as difficult as it is until oh, I started having to do them. Like, especially when you have to strap your fucking legs into those. Those legs? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. I mean, that- uh, let me tell you something. My, my, my mother-in-law who is older than me much older than me was like she does trx workouts like with her like older community and she was like okay you know like here you want to do this exercise she has one at her house and i I had been drinking a couple beers i was like show me you know and she's got gets down in like the push-up position or like a plank position and uh like a high plank and puts her feet into the trx or into the loops and like brings them up to her chest you know her knees up to her chest no, bro, I could do like fucking like 10 of those. She's like, yeah, you, what? we're doing sets of 35. And I was like, I'm yeah. out. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it, <laughs> Grandma. I love you. It's just, it's just, for those who don't know, a TRX is basically just these straps that are just hanging from a hook, essentially. And you could do yeah. all these different kinds of resistance or you could do pull and push. You could do all that, anything on those things. Huh. Yeah. I didn't expect TRX. Jason's like, I, she's like, you're yeah, what you, what did you think I was going to say? Uh, part of me thought barbell. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, the ones that I was shocked when I heard on, on his episode or his podcast, like one set of, um, one of the mountain climbers machines, 
Um, another set of rower, another set of barbell. Um, someone said, I think someone said TRX or some kind of band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mountain climber has come up multiple times and I've never been on a mountain climber before. Like one of those or, Versa climber things or like a Jacob's yeah. ladder. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, Versa, whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, that's cause they're stupidly expensive. So no one wants to actually buy one. <laughs> got, got it. <laughs> yeah. Check. Um, all right. So we have seven minutes in heaven and I don't, I think Kevin knows this. I mean, I put it in the rundown so everyone should know this mm-hmm. by now. But no, 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 no. I was saying seven minutes in heaven, we have a question that we always ask, and we're about to do it and um, toss to it. But there's a question that we ask all guests, and it's uh, what team can go to hell. And that originated from Pat. I want to make it was, this yeah. clear to everybody that that came up because we're like, oh, you should do a segment that does that. Or no, I th- no, I think it was a show, a full episode of just like teams that can go to hell. And I was like, fuck, I feel like we can make this live longer. So we threw it into uh, seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. So um, multiple. We're multiple. So we're going to play that, obviously, um, coming up next. So stay tuned, guys. Even Ladies, there's a really good question in here that you guys will enjoy. I promise stick you. Stick around. Just stick you around. Might, you might like it. Jamie, we'll be quick. What is up, my people? Jose here. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can't control, and that's that safari you got growing down there. Guys, seriously, when's the last time you shaved your balls? You might not pay attention to all that fuzz, but if you want anyone to pay attention to your package, you gotta take care of it. Not trying to look prepubescent like Chris? I get that. I'm a hairy dude. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't trim your hedges and leave yourself looking and feeling fresh. Luckily, our sponsors at Manscaped have the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof, so you can use it in the shower, and comes with an LED light so you can manscape during a power outage. They also just released their Shears 2.0 Nail Kit, which is the perfect add-on to the Lawnmower 3.0. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit which includes tempered stainless steel tools that include tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. 2020 may have gone to shit, but that doesn't mean that you have to let yourself go down with it. Pluck those random long curly hairs that just so happen to grow five times faster than all of your other hairs. You guys know which ones I'm talking about. Clip those talons and trim that bush. I promise you'll feel like a brand new man. Go to manscaped.com and check out the Lawnmower 3.0, the Shears 2.0 nail kit, and all of their life-changing products like the Crop Preserver an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, and the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if if we catch you sniffing yourself. I've done it. Ain't no shame in this game. So don't let this be where you fucked up. Listeners of the show will get 20% off plus free shipping when they use the code CUP2CUP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use the code CUP2CUP, no spaces. Trust me, your balls will thank you. 
Seven minutes in heaven. Now. Hey guys, join me in the closet. It's seven minutes in heaven. Hey everybody, it's Kevin. I haven't been talking because I'm fat. Uh, <laughs> what's going on? Welcome to Seven Minutes in Heaven. We're going to talk about something that I like to talk about, and that's sports. Uh, so we're going to talk about this for like seven minutes or so, um, maybe a little bit longer, maybe a little bit less. Uh, we got our boy Patrick here. I need to pull up this rundown back up so I can see. I was this. wondering, like, what are you looking at right now? No, no, I couldn't print it out. You know, we're kind of run, well. We're, technically, we all printed out. Ink, running low on ink. We of. all printed out because of Chase. And if anybody's been on a Google Doc before, you and you share it, you can see if someone else is looking at it, and you can see their cursor. And that man turns into Tourette's, and he just goes up and down and up and down and scrolls through it, and it screws you up. So you're okay. Not having the rundown right now. It's not moving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, uh, so we have a question here for everybody. Uh, the first question I'm going to ask is the OG question, Mr. Patrick. Uh, Pat, I'm calling you Pat. I'm sorry. Either or. It's all good. My little brother's name is Patrick. I call uh, him Pat. Uh, another reason why we could be best friends, by the way. It works. Uh, what is the best fictional football team ever? Which football? American football or soccer football? Wait, that's not the OG question. That's not, that's the, OG not the OG question, but I like it. We're gonna we're gonna uh, do the OG question after. All right, we'll do the OG question after. Yeah, is it soccer or is it uh, American football? Yes. Hello. Yes. Both. Both? Both? Okay. Yeah, cool. 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 Sure. Um, fictional. Best fictional football team. I'm trying to think of both things so I can give you like an. The actual real answer, not just pick soccer. Obligated that's my to sport. give us a soccer answer to make it look good, you know. Yeah. But you know, if you got a good football answer, American football. No, I don't, to be honest, I don't think I have a, a great answer for either. Um, mm. Probably best fictional football team. Fictional. I'm gonna go with because this is the only the one that popped into my head. I have two in my head, one for each, but one is definitely they didn't even win in the movie, so it's not the right answer. Um, I'm going to say the Newcastle team from the first goal, not the second one, the first one with the superstar Santiago Munoz. And if you guys have not seen that movie, it's the cheesiest, best soccer movie you'll ever see in your life. It's it's what like is, you love it half again? of it. It's, it's called Goal, The Dream Begins, and it's about a Southern <laughs> Californian boy. Oh, it's amazing. Um, it's about a Southern California kid who works for his dad's lawn care company who at 25 just decides to – moved to England, somehow gets a tryout with uh, Newcastle United, who somehow, although at the time they weren't good, are like the best team in the world, and, you know, walks on. So it's it's uh, it's oh. kind of like one of those soccer cult classics where... Cheesy, inspirational, like, you know... Eh, not not, bot- quite, not quite. the top. Yeah, it's, it's not quite. It's, it's, I mean, it's actually, it's a decent movie. It's a cheesy, decent movie. But I'll say that that Newcastle team from the first goal is my answer. The okay. first goal. I like it. Jose, what do you got? Yeah, yeah, goal. So it's goal. G-O-A-L. What? I think it's a British movie, so they got to they play to the home crowd. It dev- It's definitely a British movie. I'm looking at it right now. I was like, I yeah. don't know any of these people. Jose, stop wishing. Um, I So there's a lot of American football movies, but mm-hmm. I think The Mean Machine from The Longest Yard – you know, 
they, Terry Crews is on there, and Michael Irvin is on that team too. So yeah. I mean, come on, he's got they got they. I think of all the fake football movies, that's the only one that has an actual football player. Well, and he was retired too, so he could you know smoke crack whenever he wanted, all as opposed to what he was playing. Time, yeah. All the crack he wants. Was he cracker? Yeah. Was he? Did he get busted with cracker? Cracker coke? I'm pretty Who, sure it was. Wait, now what are we talking about? Second. Plus, I'm terrible at this drug shit, Pat. I like, yeah. Uh, he I played for the Cowboys. Ever... He's a scumbag. We know that. Uh, Michael Irving. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I didn't. No, no. I I didn't know. Th- I think it's Coke. I think it's I think definitely it's Coke. Coke. It might be. Yeah. yeah. I apologize to all the Coke. There's that. There. There's that mean. There's that meme of him like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like so. I, I thought yeah. you were talking about like Adam Sandler in the movie. I was like, wait, he got busted for Coke? Because I was like, I'm pretty sure he does it like on on SNL when he first started. Like, I don't think he really cares. Like, that's what I got. Yeah. Confused. Yeah. Um. So okay, I like it. I was thinking of that. Jay, you got something? What do you? Mine on on paper. I know they didn't play well, but I'd have to say um the Washington whatever they are they're from the replacements with Keanu Reeves. Mm, yeah, what were they? The That's Capitals a good call or too. Something? Yeah, there's some knockoff NFL yeah. like like thing, but like they like on paper like when they did their little like let's let's show you who everyone is and they showed you mm-hmm. where they all came from. I'm like, bro, I feel like this could actually be a really good good team. Bro, give me. I love when they introduce the Hawaiian lineman. He's just popping r- <laughs> raw eggs? eggs in his so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "You're gonna eat eggs before a game. You're mad, man." And then he pukes up in the middle of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the game. Yeah, I totally yeah, yeah. forgot. Oh, no, he's he's a, he's a sumo wrestler, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, a great yeah. movie, dude. It's great. And then there's the other scene where they, um, I don't know if they roommate them or whatever, but they're partners. But it's basically a criminal and a cop. There's a guy from a SWAT team, and and they're they're playing on the same team, and so there's just this awkward silence of them just staring at each other throughout the whole time, and I'm like, all right, this is cool. Sorry, Kev, go. No, no, you're good, man. I was enjoying that. I I totally forgot about the fucking egg thing, by the way. So that that was great. That was a nice flashback. Uh, Give me the West Canaan high school team from Texas from the movie Varsity Blues. Ooh. With Mox and Tweeter and Billy Bob, you know, like you know, that's the best team right there. Uh, that's all I got. That's you're, all I got. You're, you're telling me that re- the Remember the Titans team versus that team wouldn't beat their ass. What about the Friday Night Lights team? With Boomer Miles. I think that's Bryce like same re- same region too. They probably yeah, beat the state sure. championship. I agree with you. I think Varsity Blues gets their ass kicked by the Titans and them. Look, regardless, I'm gonna have more fun. With the varsity blues team, so you know. Out of all we're of going, these teams, we're going to that part. We're gonna do whipped cream like bikinis and shit. We might, okay. you know, who knows what we're gonna do. All right, I'll switch it up. Out of all of these, which team would you rather play for? Mm. Which team would I play? For? I think Kevin wins that one. Fictional. Yeah. Yeah, it's sure, more bro. more fun. Really? Yeah, yeah I think man. So. I would... You get to like jump in the back of the trucks pregame and shit. You got your sign out in the front yard and shit. You know? I want to. I want to be a kid again. I want to play Little Giants. I want to be on that team. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play the annexation of Puerto Rico. Do you ever feel like as an adult now you're like, damn, I was like, I I could have hit harder. Like I could, be, I should have like trained harder or got bigger. Like I could have, I could have been like a little bit more, bro, intense. Like, you sound I, like my dad. Yeah. When I was in high school, like I was a fucking twig. You were, I bro. Twig, and I and I I went back to high school after when I, you know when I was in decent shape, and I went back and my coach was like, "Dad Gum Hefner, why weren't you in this kind of shape when you were playing with us?" Were you not just a had a high voice. metabolism, or were you not eating? 
Because uh, when I see uh, you and now, like, I didn't really hit. I didn't really hit the weights really. Your body type now doesn't make any sense. Like you it's look dope. like a twig. Like it looks like I should have been what you were in high school. Facts, yeah. And and it's not like not even close. So, Kevin, ask the question, man, that you were supposed to ask first. So, uh, Pat, what team can go to hell? This I have so many answers. I have so many. <laughs> I don't remember answers. what you gave last time, but you didn't give it. Different he answer. didn't give anything. It was I didn't give anything. It wasn't last invented time. then. Oh, that's right. You originally yeah. So no. I think I think the number one team in the world that can go to hell is Manchester City. I think that Manchester City. There's a couple bunch of things. I've pl- plenty of problems with their fans, but I think Manchester City. If you look at it from an actual global global perspective it's not just the oil money it's where the oil money is coming from like there's a difference between like an oil money that owns monaco and an oil money that owns chelsea and oil money from an actual <laughs> nation i mean the king this the emir of abu dhabi of of the of united arab emirates owns city football group and city football group owns probably nine teams at this point um and yeah one in new york city which uh yeah, which um, who if you've been following the news, you know that they don't conduct their business in the most pleasant way for their interns. Um, what happened? Wait, what happened? They covered up a whole bunch of sexual assault and sexual Jesus. harassment claims. Jose, get yeah. your city together. Um, what the fuck? But, <laughs> this is on you. I mean, this so is guys, on you. <laughs> do you guys know the to- the term sports washing? Sports no. watching. So I sports washing. Sport. So it's like whitewashing, but for sports. So it's when. Uh, Regimes or people from shady parts of the world, um, like the guy um, Usmanov who bought stakes in Arsenal, who his money comes from shady stuff in Azerbaijan, I believe, but um, like oil fields, but oil fields where they have to clear villages to get the oil. Um, Shit. So Citigroup is basically sports washing on a scale we've never seen before because the amount of money that the oil boom in that part of the Middle East has allowed that much wealth to occur with the royal families. Um, so if you look at the human rights record of that family, the human rights record of that nation, the human rights record going on right now, I mean, if you follow the Qatar World Cup, it's right next door. It's the same people running everything. Um, Man City, their whole thing is, it's honestly, it's like, it's like ruining the love of the Premier League for me at a certain point because the amount of money, this amount of money that they have to both freely spend on everything you know they built a club I mean, if you if so you ask someone 20 years ago hey like is, are there two clubs in manchester they'd be like no are you you're kidding me right there's only one club because city was that bad they were that irrelevant for the lo- for the longest time for the absolute longest time um then they yeah exactly yeah exactly um i mean most people would think like you know the newcastle was a bigger rival than um, United, it's, it's two towns away. Um, but because they can both afford the money to invest in basically just buying a team from nowhere, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. If you know you have an owner that can do it and then turn it into a sustainable model like Monaco and Chelsea have done, it's, it is what it is. But when it's not a sustainable model, then you also have enough money to basically buy off the legal system, to basically buy off any investigation into how you're using that money you're ruining the sport. And that's why, I mean, I think that's why a lot of people are, I mean, the Premier League is more popular than ever right now with people who have just started watching soccer, but people who have been watching it for a long time, you know, are kind of paying more attention to like the lower leagues in England, the the leagues where it's still like actually like the sport and not just money run amok. And I'm, I mean, I'm the biggest soccer fan you'll ever meet in your life, but I, I am 
vehemently anti-Manchester City. And if you meet somebody who's a Manchester City fan, it's like, okay, so your first game you watched was, what, a year and a half ago? Oh, Jose, are you a Man City fan? Yeah, I thought you knew. I was like, oh, no, I didn't know. awkward as fuck. I didn't know. <laughs> I let it go. I so, let it Jose, go. what... what so what made you a Manchester City fan? Was good it reason? I have a good reason. I have a good. Reason. He he adjusted his camera and everything just now. He's like, let me get into this. Okay, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Bro? I like this. I want to get into it. I feel like you're staring right into my eyeballs. Um, the uh, I, I grew up in Central Florida, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of vacation homes out there in the particular area that we grew up in in uh, in near the semi Poinciana area, and so. Um, when I moved to Florida from Jersey, uh, our neighbors were a vacation home and they were an English family and they were just good friends of ours and they were all Man City fans. And so after a particular World Cup, I'm not sure, I don't remember exactly which one it was, but I know that everybody got really hyped into into soccer. I grew up on soccer. My family's Colombian and so we love soccer, but I never really watched any um anything that was a, a club any, because my dad's yeah. a Barcelona fan and you know that's just like and they're just front runners anyway right exactly it's just like this isn't fun to watch um and so uh so I was like oh I'm gonna pick this shitty team that you know our neighbors were fans of and so then I just stuck with it because I'm also a Jags fan so I'm a hard I'm a, I'm a believer that you stick with the crap yeah, all the way through um and then eventually they'll give you a good season uh, or two. So you are the only person I've ever talked to who actually had a reason for liking Man City that wasn't they won the championship the year that I started watching two years ago. <laughs> You're the, literally the only person that I've ever met on here in the UK and Ireland anywhere who has a valid reason. So I like that. Yeah, props yeah. to you. There's a lot yeah. of them that are the equivalent of Yankees fans. So Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that too, and especially for your dad's club for Barcelona, for teams like that. So how do you feel about all this stuff Obviously, you're aware of it. You were nodding your head. I mean, it's it's got to be tough as someone who actually is a fan of the club to be like, what the fuck? This isn't good. Like you said, he's a Yankees fan, so he's fucking used to it. You know? <laughs> True. Good point. Are you winning championships? All right. Then we're good. Yeah. No, I mean, we're not even really doing that so much. I mean, it's it. you know, I, I, if I could be completely frank, the more that I've learned about it, I've really fallen off a lot on it. On kind of it. makes you fall out of love with the sport, doesn't it? It, 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 it well, it's been or the business of the sport. When, when, when did this come in? Like, like all this knowledge of like all this bad shit they're doing. Like, when did this like hit? Oh, before media? before they even bought the club in like 2008, they bought the club. Maybe okay. That, so they bought. Yeah. So this I mean, is this like is, everyone. This, well this has been going on for the last like yeah. Almost 20 this years. isn't anything that anybody is shocked by or anything. Like, it's just. It's this, you know, it's the same stuff on a grand. It's the same stuff that's been happening on a larger scale than than should have been possible. It's probably okay. the best way to put it. Gotcha. So I always say, like, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of a lot of people here in this country are not huge into soccer, um, but when you look at it, a soccer or you know the football is what rules the sports world as far yeah. as like the globe is concerned. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. the biggest, most followed yeah, sport, and there's so much it. money. There's if so much on, money and so much crap that's driven into it because money makes people do stupid shit. Yeah, and and because it is that popular, it's the biggest money maker in the world too, mm-hmm. and people see that so corrupt. Yeah, I mean, well, impeccably corrupt. What would be your follow up? What's your number two? I feel like the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. So <laughs> all right. Did no, you see that oh, I have just not not. So do you know do you know why Vegas is so good in only their third year in existence? 
I don't. Do you guys? So the uh, no hockey is terrible. So. You guys? Don't, all right, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. So yeah, never mind. No, no I want to hear it. No, I want to no, know. Yeah, I need to no, know. No, so yeah, don't so give you, it. I like hockey. Fuck Kevin. I'll it, give Chase and Chris, oh. who are also on the show, are big hockey fans. Yeah, yeah I'm a I'm a soccer hockey are the only two I really care about. Um, so the expansion draft is you know you, you think it's a set format like when the Titans and the Jags came into the league, it's a set format, it's the same way it always is. The NHL decided not so much because Vegas decided to invest a couple extra, a couple. I think it was thirty million dollars into the NHL office, so they rigged the um, the exhibition or the um, expansion draft for them. So basically, they made it so that every team could protect their superstars, and that's about it. So basically, every team's entire second and third line was available to pick up for free for Vegas, what? and there was at least three superstar goalies available to pick up for Vegas for that reason. This has never been done before. I mean, expansion teams are supposed to be terrible. Vegas made, they made it the Stanley Cup Finals their first year because every single line was like a 2A line. Every They didn't have a yeah. superstar their first year. They do have a good GM, so he's used their future assets to get like three, two superstars now, but they, they rigged the pool for them so they would be good so they That's could insane. crack the Vegas venue. And I mean, I'm not a believer in Vegas as a long-term sports venue. I don't think it's... Long term, I don't think it's a good investment. Short term, obviously, it's, it's going to be. Think of Vegas as a sports town, really, yeah. isn't it? Very you got football now too. So. Yeah, huh. yeah. So that's what? my second team, but I'll cut that one short. But I fucking hate the Golden Knights. <laughs> you hate corruption in sports, like that's that's your big. I, I not even corruption in sports because I mean, I guess I every no matter if people are like, hey, what team do you support? And they could find Google and find ten reasons why they're corrupt. You know, uh, yeah, uh, it's just I hate on the Packers. I just hate when. I just hate when, like, the, the playing field is tilted from an institutional point of view. You know, even if you're, you know, like, let everybody cheat at the same level. Like, I don't give a shit that Lance Armstrong did steroids because they were all right. doing steroids. Yeah. But, you know, if he was, you know, it's just like, don't tilt the playing field and don't move the goalposts. So you're a, you're, a, you're a fan of both hockey and soccer, so you might be able to answer this. I find when I notice, like, these international soccer teams and mostly all the NHL teams, half their team can't even – speak the same language but they all have chemistry how is that possible with soccer and hockey in your opinion or like well, or mean, is that something you can address think about i mean so a lot of when the teams are centered in one country the most players will make an effort to learn that language and that will become yep. the language they communicate in yeah um but i also think about how easy it is to communicate something that you've been doing every day since you were seven years old with just gestures well what i say that though because you look at like um nfl is a great example um Sometimes, like I, f- I remember Eagles. I don't know why Eagles came up to, uh, came to mind, but there was I'm that sorry. time that you guys. Is it because uh, of my sweatshirt? No, no, no. no. It was my like Philly Scumbag sweatshirt. You had a you had a nickname, and it was yeah. The Eagles had a nickname after they picked up all these free agents, and they called like the All Star Team. They the had Dream like, Team, big, the yeah. Dream Team. Yeah, yeah. And thanks for that, Vince Young. That was yeah. that was an example of VY. like. Yeah. Of like, it never happens in in, in the NFL where you can't put a, uh, a team full of all all stars and it work out. Like it doesn't happen that often in the NFL. Like there has to have the built up like uh, chemistry after a couple years of playing. But I see in hockey and, and soccer, I feel like you guys can add somebody or add a whole different squad, and then you guys could run the tables. I think like, that's the fluidity of the sports. I mean, yeah, football is very staccato. It's stop go, stop go, stop go. Both soccer and hockey are like li- they're living chess matches. It, it's mm. constant motion. Even if in hockey with the constant line changes, there's always. I mean, so much of the sport is just your instinctual ability to find the space you're supposed to be in. And if you play with somebody for even like three games, you know where they're going to go instinctually, and you also know where your coach is telling them to go. So, a lot of it come. I think a lot of it comes down to just All the right. style of sports. If that makes sense. That's a that's a perfect answer. That that yeah, hundred percent. 
I, and I, I can, yeah, that's a, that's what I was gonna say. I can see it too. Like I, I like you think about like all stars in 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 baseball, all stars in football. Like they'll infect, they'll they'll infect, they will impact a play, you know, and then it'll stop. Where in soccer, you know, you or your or or hockey, they're just going and going. They keep going, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you better figure fucking something out real quick, or else you're you're gonna be down three. I'm fucking drunk. Uh, <laughs> down like four or three, you know, in the hole there. That's it. yo. Speaking of chess, did anybody check out Queen's Gambit on uh, Netflix? What, Jason? What? No, sorry, he Jason. said chess. It's like chess, and uh, I'm like, no, dude, that I was haven't. a. Do you play chess? Bro, no, a little not. bit, but once watching Queen's Gambit, <laughs> I literally like started wanting to play even more. Like I I know I know how I know the so, rules, but I don't know. I don't know the moves. So it's funny because it's um I've, I haven't watched the show yet. Um I don't know if we will. Yeah. You know it's you have a baby too. It's very hard to find any yeah. time at all. Um but my friend Hunter lives in Arizona and we were like we should play chess. Let's find an app for him. Then I was talking to yeah. a bunch of other people. So we actually just created a Facebook virtual chess group. I will invite you in tonight. No no not, no don't invite like, me. Yet. No no I, no, no, I, I, I haven't played in like two years. I'm gonna get my ass whooped in the first game. But it's it's something uh, I used to kind of be obsessed with. It was just I watched that. You said chess, and it, I just finished that show, and I was like, "Dude, chess is fucking god!" Like I forgot how yeah. cool it was as a kid. My grandfather tried to teach me, and I'm like, "This is boring, bro." Like I, I love you, Grant, but I don't want to do it. Now I'm like, Grant, I wish you were around. Like yeah, I want to learn. I saw something like that. Google said that like it's the number one Google thing in the past. You know, uh, however long they put out yeah. that fucking show. The show uh, is great, but it's it was great. like you know how to play chess, you know, or something like that. They just did it in a very unique way, and it, it, they they helped you understand it and turned it into like a sports mo- movie or series. Like you're, it's you're not like, like Bobby Fischer because I've seen that. No, movie. it's actually very. It's like Bobby Fischer, but a woman and a series. Okay. It's actually almost just like Bobby Fischer. People are that. talking about I'm it. That. I watched the trailer and it didn't really sell me, but I think you're you're. I think I'm going to check it out now. I also like timepieces too, like things that yeah, are set same. back in the 40s and 50s. So that's another reason why I was. And it's based in. off a true story, correct? No, it is not actually. Uh, it is not based off a true story. <laughs> I thought it was because of how detailed the show is. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta look it up. I want to see if it's she a makes book, it. Then. it I, yeah, 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 yeah. I apologize, but sorry, sorry. Um, all right, I think we talked. We talked chess. We talked how much Man City is a piece of shit team. No, Jose, we, you should we, find a new team. Uh, Las Vegas didn't know about that, dude. You guys suck. So I love where his head's at. I've never seen like I feel bad rooting for these teams ever. Like if there's ever a situation. After Pat told me this, I don't want to root for any of these teams anymore. I feel bad. All right. With all that being said, uh, this is where we fucked up with Jose. I don't have intro or that, but I'll do it in post for you, buddy. What is up, my people? It is time once again for another edition, a live edition, of This Is Where We Fucked Up, the weekly segment on the podcast where I call out the mistakes of the previous week. We have a live one for you this week, folks. So grab another turkey sandwich. They're not that overrated. Just just <laughs> do it. It's fine. Pat says it's okay. Eat your food. Um, and uh, let's take a trip back to the land of fuckuppery with me. Because this is where we fucked up in episode 102. Boom, boom, boom. reading from a script. I thought you were going to do it from like... You're hard. trash. No, I'm not reading from a script. Oh, okay. What's up? What's I over have, there? I have bullet points. points. I have oh, bullet, bullet points. points. Okay. okay. I have okay. bullet points just because you know I I did a lot of stupid things when I was in college. You know, Pat I, doesn't I, I, use I bullet points it. on his live videos, does he? Does he? Hey, 
I'm no, just saying. I mean, come I don't on. think he does. Yeah. Well, he's a much better man than I am. So all <laughs> that bullet points. Thank Damn you, it. Pat. There you go. Even though you are the biggest Kevin fan, you still are about holding people accountable, and that's what this segment is all about. I love Kevin, but I will not tilt the tables in his favor. Do not tilt the tables. <laughs> Don't be man sitting. Don't do it. So we're going to start this week with our buddy Chase. And I know that you're not here to defend yourself. Um, but last week you guys brought up the time when Tom forced us to savagely rank our friends publicly on MySpace, the whole top oh, eight yeah. discussion. This is a real thing. Um, and, and Chase mentioned that he thought that um, that it was a top six sometimes uh, before that it was a top six before it became a top eight, but it was actually always a top eight. It was not, that was never the case. However, they did add um, the uh, after a while, MySpace added the option for you to increase your top friends by multiples of four. So if you're like a real like super exclusive bitch, um, you could have a top four, um, but you could also extend your top friends to a top 40. Uh, which if you did that, you probably are like the kind of person that is like into participation trophies because you're just like, everyone just come in. You're all my friends. <laughs> you're all my friends. Um, uh, this one's not a fuck up, but last week Jason shared that he called a cold take. And I, I was thinking about this. It, Jason said he had a cold take about turkey sandwiches sucking. And I don't know if you did this on purpose, Jay, uh, or not, but um, what the fuck is a cold take? So I've heard of hot I, take, yeah. but I, I don't know what a cold take is. So uh, from what I gather is, so I've seen it, I've, I follow this Instagram feed and it's called like cold takes or something like that. But yeah, it's basically yeah. like in sports ways, they'll be like this quarterback um, is going to be the shit. That's the next quarterback. And that quarterback just tanks and he's terrible. So I don't know why I thought that, but I was thinking it's a cold take because what mind. I'm going to say, you're, I'm going to find out later on that I'm full of shit and it's absolutely good. I don't well, know. Well, because what you said was, so we, it was about turkey sandwiches and yeah. people love turkey sandwiches. And so, and, and for what I understand, a hot take is usually some kind of provocative commentary that yeah. gets people to react. Right. Yeah. And so I saw that as more of a hot take, but I didn't want to call you out on it because I wasn't sure if a cold take was a thing. No, it's but a I hot take. It doesn't make any sense why I said cold take. No, no idea. Awesome. No idea. Great. You fucked up. Too many, tanks. Too, many too tanks. many tanks. Too many takes. Hot, cold, warm takes. Too many yeah. takes. Uh, Luke Kev. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. Uh, you said that the Panthers were decent last year. Um, <clears throat> uh, they were 5-11. and 11 and, <laughs> were in, and they were they finished in last place in their division. Well, that's, look, <laughs> that's that division. Oh. Hard now. That, but that's not decent. You got the Saints. You got the decent Falcons. Eight eight. You have to be 8-8 eight and, eight and above. I'm at saying least, anytime least you have Christian McCaffrey, you got a fucking shot, bro. It's just like anytime you got Aaron Rodgers, you got a fucking shot. They had 16 shots, and they got five. <laughs> God damn it. So, got a good point. He's not wrong, but he's not right. Yeah. But he's kind of right. Listen, I, I they were decently bad, and Thank trust you. me, I'm a I'm a Jags fan, so I know what it means to be decently bad. Although not usually, because we're usually just bad. Yeah. Um, but speaking of those Jags, I do want to mention this because I have to say it. The mayor wanted me to tell you uh, that the offensive line. Uh, something about them being the best position group on the team, and they have really haven't been that bad this year because you were critical of them last week. You said they had a terrible offensive line. That wasn't. I think that was Chase. But go ahead. Well, you know, either way, he just. I needed to say it, but you know, 
when you're as bad as we are, you got to grasp onto what you can because we've literally only won one game. We were trying to help you with excuses, you know. I, it wasn't me. Listen, you know, I just thank you, Mayor Andy, for the supplemental research. Um, and uh, Jamie, sorry, one more sports related one. Chase, you're not here. Joe Burrow, no ass. What does he say? Burrows? There's not multiple Joe. Joe's it's just Joe Burrow not Joe Burrows oh speaking of Burrows just kidding uh Henderbeard actually had something to say to that uh so I'm glad you brought that up because I would have totally forgot so I'm gonna interrupt this first time ever with a voice nugget that adds into that bro and here he is chase man episode 102 seven minutes in heaven you had to go out and say something nice about Joe Burrow. And now he's dead. Next thing you know, torn ACL, torn it's MCL, and other knee structural damage. Oh. Great. I'm not a Bengals fan, but the guy seemed pretty decent. Way to fuck it up, dude. Way to fuck it up. <laughs> That's on Joe Chase, Burrow. I think. I it's right. absolutely so, on Chase. It, so if you've been listening to this show, you know that Chase has this reputation called the Chase Kiss of Death, where when Chase brings things up on the show – you know, or comments like about somebody doing really well, or even mentions, I don't know, the name of a grocery store owner like Trader Joe's, they die the next week <laughs> or something terrible happens to these people. And it's funny because, and I appreciate Underbeard very much because he he thought like like a few other of our listeners who messaged me and were like, oh, Chase kiss of death. It was Mayor Andy. But still, he wasn't the, he wasn't the only one that thought that. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, rest in peace, cup, though, bro. Cup to cup, a shirt idea. Cup to cup, home of the chase, kiss of death. Ooh, Boom. Yeah. I like it with a little kissy face. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Love it. It. You're welcome. Love it. Um, two episodes ago, we were talking with Kevin the Snakeaholic about all these awesome reptiles, Burmese pythons, and the question about their, the, the strength of their squeeze came up, right? And so I was like, sweet, jumping on it. Let's talk about it. PSI found it. Let's do a little bit more research. And then I fucked up by not being able to provide a concrete Terrible. example. Literally the worst fuck it's up ever. my job. It's, it's not the first one. It's not the worst one. It's not the worst one. But it's definitely not a good one. And I really, really fucking tried. Um, but apparently, like, nobody has thought about coming up with some sort of you know, way of simplifying this for idiots like us who just want to know, like, what's that compared to? Like, is it yeah. the same as, like, a, a car running you over? Like, what is it? What is six to seven PSI actually feel like? Mm-hmm. Um, and I offered people a dollar, and I got a couple of people that slipped into my dms and mm-hmm. but they were all just explaining what psis were to me which yeah. is not what yeah. i was what i need right i i need to know what this feels like yeah. um so i think that the only way to find out is to um hook up our buddy kevin with the closest person to him kevin <laughs> <laughs> and, have and, him get and just have him get squeezed uh, by a Burmese look, python. I've already said once that I'm down to I'm down to hook up with him and go down there. I want to go on a fucking snake hunt. Fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to be in the water with that one of them things real He'd quick. He'd be like, shut the fuck up. No, nah, he wouldn't. No. Nah. No, he'd be that. nice about it, but I definitely would like to see Kevin put a GoPro on him and let him go uh, snake hunting. I like I want this. I that's want fine. Him. That's that's like gold. Pat, you coming with? No. <laughs> no, no, not crazy about Furmy yeah. Pythons. No, no, no arms or legs. I don't trust them. 
Yep. Yeah, that's true. If only you... Jason's family thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I got a weird family, man. You do have a weird family. Not not like a bad family, but like it's weird. Your family's killed a python. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're wonderful people. Just yeah. so everybody knows, they're it's wonderful. My dad's people. side. They're they're the weird guys that are actually from Pennsylvania. So they're just look. It's makes weird. a lot of sense now. It's Good all people. coming together. Yeah. Good people. <laughs> Look at the look at the eye. That, bro. that looks Pat. up to me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right, what's your last fuck up? Kevin, uh last oh, week God. you were arguing about Thanksgiving dishes. Um the ones with the yams and the marshmallows, that's a candied yam. And then um I also got two fuck ups from listeners this week, which I really appreciate when you guys slip into those DMs. The first one came from our buddy PJ from the 80s Forever and Ever page. Um, and this one's for you, Chase. Uh, our buddy PJ reached out to let us know that he thought it was really awesome that Chase uh, was giving you shit, Kevin, about the fact that Thanksgiving is the is on a Thursday because he was very, very sure and mentioned it plenty of times that Thanksgiving is the last Thursday of the year. But Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday of the year. So if Thanksgiving, for example, if November started on a Wednesday, if November first on a Wednesday, you would have another Thursday after that fourth Thursday. So technically that wouldn't work out that way. So Chase, you're an idiot. Thank you, PJ. <laughs> and then the last one uh, came from our homeboy, Henderbeard, who slipped into my DMs about an hour before, before the show um, to send me a ton of supplemental research. Like this, Henderbeard is becoming my supplemental research guy now. Um, about this this conversation about the holidays and when can you start saying happy holidays yeah. wait i want to know pat what do you think talk to me about this so so can you start saying pat can you when, when do you tell your clients happy holidays right if somebody said happy holidays before thanksgiving would you be like this would you think that's weird yeah i think i think black friday is the official begin date i think that's pretty standard <laughs> and well, you I would be are part of the vast majority of yeah. normal human beings who <laughs> associate the holiday season with the day after Thanksgiving. And most, some people, brown people like me, we go up until January 6th. Well, you can't say Thursday, brown. Can't say that. Three Kings Day, three Kings Day. T technically, customarily, right? The holiday season is the day after Thanksgiving up until January 6th. That there, it's not written. It's not a rule that's written anywhere. So I can't technically tell you that this is a fuck up, Jason. But the vast majority of people will say that anything before Thanksgiving, it's not the holidays. Fuck you guys. So I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Okay. Any of that is great you know, comeback, Jay. Great. Yeah, 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 I appreciate it. You're really paying attention. Real but, you know, nice. I, I think we can all agree that anyone who puts up Christmas lights on November 1st is way out of line, though. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. Thank November you. 1st, for sure. For sure. There yeah, we yeah. go. I won't put it up there. Good. Good. Do people have Christmas trees now? I was just like, you have to wait until after Thanksgiving. Uh, see, here's the thing. I keep seeing more Christmas trees out now. I may I'm have a okay Christmas tree up right now. I'm okay with it right now because here's for two reasons. One, right. um, this year sucks ass. And I think everybody when is some, looking when some for happiness. a good, like, yeah. I just want to be happy. I want to see a Christmas light in my house. And the second reason is Christmas. I don't give a shit when you put it up. It's in your house. You can do whatever you want. It's the people that are putting up, like, you're not even giving Halloween, like, 24 hours when you have Christmas <laughs> lights up. Like, come on, bro. 
So um, I'm fine with it. It's inside your house, man. Put a Christmas tree up the day you, whenever, whatever. I don't day disagree you want. with you. I don't disagree but, with yeah. you. Do whatever you want in your house. Exactly. But Love yeah, it. the lights outside. I agree. That's. But when you put all that crap outside, just at least wait until Thanksgiving. At least on Thanksgiving Day, maybe. Because <laughs> yeah. that's that, my family tradition is that on Thanksgiving Day, my mom always told me it was like whenever Santa comes on the on the Thanksgiving Day parade, that's when the holidays start. We break out all the Christmas lights. We start putting all the shit on the house. That was our like tradition that. every year. So, you know, that's fine. But, you know, if you do it inside your house before Thanksgiving Day, after Thanksgiving Day, do whatever you want. I almost made the uh, December 1st, which is today when this episode comes out. Uh, the fact of the day was it is uh, National Put Up Your Christmas Lights Day. So there you go. There you go. That's another one. And that's it for this week. If I miss anything, you know what to do. Be like Kendra Beard, be like PJ, and slip into my DMs at hiphipjose14 on Instagram. And until next week, peace, but I'm going to finish the show. <laughs> peace. Oh, okay. <laughs> <I'm still here. laughs> Kevin, bro, you wanted to put this segment up um, last week, and I was like, yeah. dude, we got to cut it out. It's a little short. Like We're getting to uh, a little long and here. here. We are going let's, along let's push again. It yeah. We're going along again, uh, but we're going to play this one. I'm not going to skip yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's are okay you smarter than this kid, right? We haven't played in so long, yeah. and I can't remember. That's yeah, it, than yep, this kid, because we didn't want to say child or age, because you're we didn't want to say it. fifth grader, because that's yeah. stealing. Yeah. All right. Are you smarter than this kid? Are you smarter than me? Yes, I'm pretty sure I'm smarter than you. Yeah. Are you smarter than me? Definitely smarter than you. You're not smarter, smarter than, than this kid. kid. Oh my god, my daughters don't even sound like that anymore, bro. What the hell? Yeah, two years ago. Um. Uh, so look, hey, this is we're gonna talk about are you smarter than this kid? This is where I give you a question that a kid would be able to answer correctly and see if you guys are smarter than that kid. Uh. So this is all three of you guys. Um. So if you're at the top of the Empire State Building and you drop a penny. And a quarter off the edge, which one will hit first? Same time. Same time. Same time. Damn it. Um, you know you're gonna pick our answer because you don't want. You rather be a dumbass with all of us than. than I'm gonna be. be no, no, I'm yourself. gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I'm going to say what I originally thought, which was that the quarter, because I feel like the quarter would be heavier, it would move faster. But okay. you guys are probably right. It's same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, nine point eight meters second squared. Right, like that's the whole. What? Yeah. Can you give us? Can you tell us why? No, he didn't do no, that much it, research. That's, that's all I got. A quarter because uh, I I picked a quarter because it's heavier. Jose, just so you've, uh, but they both will hit the ground at the same time. Uh, because yeah, that's why. Well, that's it. You really didn't give us more information. That's all I got. That's all I got. I'll give you another one real quick. We got another second. So okay, let's hear it. Which of the following best explains why your body leans to the side when taking a sharp turn in the cur in a curve, like on a car? Uh, friction. Is it multiple choice. Okay. Gravity, inertia, or none of the above. <sighs> Ooh. Inertia threw me for a curve. I want to say gravity, but inertia maybe. When I was growing up and taking these fucking tests, then none of the above. I'm like, God damn it! Oh, why'd you, why'd you give me that answer? Yep, I'm with you. I'm gonna go with inertia because I like to say the word. Yeah, originally I would think it would be a combination between gravity and inertia, but I think it's inertia. Jason, 
I'm actually want to just pick Pat's answer so him and I are uh, either tied or, and there's no winner. Oh, I, I agreed with Jose too. I said it was just inertia. Oh, you yeah. oh, you both yeah. said inertia. Oh, yeah. fuck it. I'm I'm going gravity. It's inertia. Damn it! Oh, that's what you get. That's what you get. You didn't pick it because of me. I wanted. I wanted it. I wanted more. I wanted more. I. I, I wanted more. Okay. Do you have so, a why for that one? What's that? No. Do you have a why man. for that one, uh, bro? Uh, like, what's the point? You know, that's why we pay Jose a lot of money to figure this shit out. You know, <laughs> afterwards. So. Uh, okay. So you know. All right. So I'm not smarter, but they are. Okay. All right. I got better one for next week. All right. All right. All right, guys, uh, would you rather with our boy Chris? Would you rather? <laughs> mm, I got into that one. Hey, bitches, it's Chris dropping in. It's Why episode 103. Bitches? Got a would you rather for you this week, and this one kind of came to me. I've been thinking about it, been working from home a lot lately, so this is where I got the idea for this one. So! Not sure why there was so much emphasis on the so, but would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night. The uh, inspiration, like I said, for this would you rather for me is I've been working the 10 to 7 shift this week and I get off work and I walk outside. It's fucking dark, man. And that made me thinking, well, what if I can only go out at night? Almost kind of makes me feel like a vampire. I mean, I I know I'm more of a night owl. I like to go out and do stuff myself. So I'd probably be leaning that way. But, you know, I also like going out during the day. I mean, love going to the beach. Can't really go to the beach at night. I mean, you can. It's just not the same. But, so it's kind of a tough one. I'm still thinking on it. But I'm curious to hear what you fine gentlemen would say. Are you going to only come out during the day? Only going to come out at night? What are your thoughts? I wait your answers and until I talk to you next time. Holla. Holla. 24 days till Christmas. <laughs> love him. I love it. Don't you love the music? The it music. Makes me want to like, give him a hug. I feel like he's sad. Yeah. The sad violin in the background is just great. Um, I, I, off the top of my head, obviously, I... I'd rather have my day over the night, but then I'm trying to think about it. Like, yeah, I mean, I ra- I'd rather have my night like taken away. Like I'd rather just be able to like go out during the day whenever I wanted to and just have to stay home at night. Is it? Hard. No, I feel it like it's hard. not that hard. Pat, is it hard for you? Cause I feel like you're not even like flinching. No, it's I'm the same as you. I, I go to bed way too early to care about going out at night. Yeah. It's not even the going out at night. It's just like, all right, go. You want to say it, Jose? Go. Ahead. I don't want to. I was just gonna say. Well, so I'm having a hard time because I would originally the first thing I thought was night because I feel like more fun stuff happens at night, and you could go out with friends and whatever when you don't have kids. I know. Sorry, that's, but that's not what I was saying. But here's the thing. Here's here's what I was thinking though is that I was having a hard time with that because so I've been I've been in New York in the Northeast now for the first time in a really long time um, since I've been up here. And I fucking forgot that at like four fifty, it's dark as fuck. And it's just like, so it's so Pat, you know, you were from Philly. So it's, it's ridiculous how dark it gets up here. So how, how soon it gets dark out here. Yeah. And it makes me wish that I had more daylight. So I think that I'm actually, I think I would rather have more daylight. Because scary things happen at night in New York, and I would I would hate that that would be the only time I could leave my house. The way that I see my life is that like nighttime is my only like Kevin time. That's 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 Kevin time. But you like, stay home and play video games. So if, what the so, fuck? Bro, if that's what makes my fucking even keel, like that's what evens my life out. Like yeah, from so going you can crazy. 
But you're not going out at night though. You're still but staying I'm in your saying, garage. If I wanted to go out, like sometimes I'll be like, I'll just walk outside and just fucking like look up at the stars and or like just sit outside. No, you don't. For, no, you don't. I swear to God, dude. You're weird. Kevin's neighbors are like, what the fuck is he doing? Kevin's no, out I, in his neighbor, like Kevin's I out in his front yard staring at the stars again, guys. <laughs> I literally walk on my walk out of my back patio with Lily, and we'll sit out there. I'm just like, just chill out there, just like not like I don't know, not like fucking like you know meditating or anything. But I knew just you were gonna like, bring it up. <laughs> just like fucking chilling, like just been like, what's going on out here? You know, <laughs> nothing. It's your backyard. It's been the same for the last like ten years. <laughs> Nine years, yeah. nine years, uh, nine but years. yeah. So like, you know, I don't know. That's my me time, though. So you're saying you rather have the ability yeah, to go at night, or are you just giving us a cop out answer just to say like, I don't know. Are you giving us the PC chase answer, where you're like, oh, it's really a tough question, but uh, I'm gonna go day still. But you know, Kevin brings up a really good point because if you could only go outside at night, but you still had to fucking work five days a week, then when do you do anything? I, don't know. I wouldn't be able to, uh, if you take away my kids, though, obviously, because if I had my kids, you know, which I do, I wouldn't be able to do anything with them, you know. Yeah. So at night. So yeah. that would be the obvious answer doing taking a day, you know, but if it was just me, you know. It's not just you. So you're saying you're you're right, gonna still be in the yeah, day. Yeah, I gotta go. Give me an answer. Day, you gotta bro. give me an answer. You gotta give if me it, an answer. If, if it's if it's not just me, which it isn't, then I gotta yeah. go. I gotta take the uh, take away the night and I keep the day. I I honestly think ninety percent of the world would say I rather have my days. Like I think this is a very easy. Would you rather? I don't think it's that difficult whatsoever. Would you rather? I don't know. It's just my opinion. Nah, whatever. Um, so I was going to cut this out, but I don't think it's going to be that long because apparently Pat agrees with Kevin on a lot of things. And I mentioned this prior, I mentioned this prior to the recording because there was the, the situation where you said sweet potato casserole was trash. And then right away, Pat sent me a message and was like, he couldn't be more right. I agree with him yet again. And I shit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sweet potato casserole being trash. That's not the only thing we agree on. I just I understand that, that but there. I yeah. find it funny. Most because aren't even he... sweet potato related. It has Wait. nothing to do with sweet potatoes. <laughs> Wait, what? What casserole are you guys getting it like getting then? Because it's all sweet potato that I'm eating. That's the only casserole you eat. I mean, no, that, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, casserole is the best casserole. Yeah, someone just throws green bean casserole. Green yeah, bean casserole just that. has two. It's uh, not too so bad. It's got the little crunchies in there. Yeah, with the crunchies on top. Yeah, for sure. And then the creamy inside, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, just. I'm not a big fan of like the candied nuts on top of sweet potato. I don't like oh, how like right? they make sweet potato like too desserty. It's like this is fucking potato, people. No, there this is, is offensive there is, to my Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> there is absolutely a, a like they've taken it a little bit too far. Their original like sweet potato is really just mashed up sweet potatoes with some cinnamon. It's pretty damn good. Even but that's too far it, for me. What the? F- yeah. Oh, I yeah. Some yeah. people just can't. Some people are just not about the sweet and savory. Well, that's like that's like when I was a kid. When I was a kid, and my family came from up north. They I came down south, and they were like, "Oh, you never had grits?" And I was like, "No, nah, I never had grits." You know, what's up with the grits? And they're like, "Oh, you gotta add this and this and this and this to it, and it'll be great." And I'm like, "Wait, so by itself, it's trash?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, don't eat it by itself." You know, I'm like. That's the, way, that's the way I see, like, fucking sweet potatoes, you know? If you don't put something on it, you know? 
Well, do you like a baked potato just by itself? Just eating a baked potato, nothing I mean, on it. Not nothing, nothing on it, no. Okay, no. shut your mouth. Like you're basically well, you anything. Yell at me, <laughs> Jesus, I'm a but see, that's the thing. guy. I'm What's the opposite. Up? I'm the opposite. I think sweet potato actually like doesn't need anything. By I think like, just plain sweet potato is just yeah by itself is fucking good. You I gotta need... be honest. I never had it by myself. <laughs> it's it's it, a very good. It, dense it might food. be great by yeah, itself. For it's all good. Shit. Yeah. I know people that would take bites of it, um, like raw, before like working out and stuff like that. You gotta stop yeah, doing CrossFit, dude. It's warping oh, your brain. Yeah. yeah there, no. No. I. I exactly. I don't. I don't. And do they, and they say this isn't a cult. Oh no! It's absolutely a cult. Without a, it's a cult. It, I mean, if it's not a cult, it's pretty. It hits every single like. Cult. Bullet point a cult Bullet would points. have. Yeah. Every, it, you hit every checks. cult check. Yes, a cult checklist. And it's funny because you don't know you're uh, like, so I'm not out of CrossFit, but I'm working out at my home, like with like a CrossFit hybrid program. And I realized by myself now, I'm like, God damn, man, CrossFit is very culty. Like the more I'm separated from it, I'm like, fuck, it really is. It they really can hear is. you, Jason. They're going to show up. Yeah. Yep. With raw sweet potatoes. <laughs> you want to choke? Dude, I remember seeing that at a competition. This guy took a, a bite out of a raw. He peeled off the skin and just ate the raw. I'm like, Dude, that's like no, eating a rock. Have you ever felt how hard of a fucking a sweet potato is? It is It is not an easy thing to take a bite out of. Yeah, and not only yeah. that, but like if you're just taking a bite of it before you start lifting, like you're not going to ingest that. It's not going to do anything for you. Are you sure I'm he not- wasn't doing that like from like a psychological warfare point of view? Like just staring at his like competitors like fighting into <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I kept staring at him like, like shit, that, that dude's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. it, it left an indent in Jason's brain yeah. forever. Bro, it did. It did. He Jason pulled it out like, of his lunch. That guy's box. got the edge. I don't even know what he just did, but he's got <laughs> yeah. the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So we got a few more minutes. So, Kev, you got a rant for us? Yeah, man. We we want to steal Jason. it from. Uh, and I just want to see. I was bringing that up because I wanted to see if uh, our boy Pat would agree with you because we he has agreed with a lot of your uh, takes. So I'm just looking for that take that he's not going to agree with you. And that's it. That's all I'm looking for. All right. um, here we go. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. Are you looking this up? You did you forget what you're no, mad at? I didn't forget. Okay. I didn't forget. I, I know what the intro is. What do you want me to do? Like make a face then? Alright. Hey. This is yeah. Kevin's rant. This ain't Chase's rant, okay? So look. Okay. My problem with the fucking my neighborhood right now. There's one problem. All right, I have to drive all. I have to drive back roads through my neighborhood to get out of my neighborhood now to go to work, and these motherfuckers. There's there's at least there's at least ten of them on the way out of this neighborhood. They decide, they got the whole goddamn driveway, but they want to park in the fucking street with their cars, bro. And then what's in got, their driveway? Nothing. Oh yeah, that's stupid. No, bro, and, and and I got to sit here and wait for another car to drive. Like, come on, you come first, and then I'll go, and then, you know, and then we'll do the friendly wave, like, sorry, this guy's a fucking asshole, <laughs> you know, that parks in the goddamn street, you know, but, like, you can't just park in your driveway, and, or, like, all right, say, all right, for instance, let's just say, you know, your wife or your husband leaves early, you know, then fucking pull your goddamn car back into the goddamn driveway. Like you're making it hard for everybody. And I could just zoom through this neighborhood, not like 55 miles an hour, but I could get through this neighborhood yeah. in a good, decent time without doing that awkward. You go, I go over, thing. You go first. No, I'll go. No. And then there's times where we both like at the same time, like, uh, all right, no, you know, bro, you need to scoot over back up. Like we're going to point, you know, like, no, 
Why does it gotta be so fucking difficult? I don't I don't understand them, but I I will say uh, I don't like when they do do that and then park their car where my driveway is, like across the street. So when I have to back out, it's uh, like a pain yeah, in the ass to back out. And I'm like, I'm gonna hit your car, and it's your fault. Why did you pick this spot? And you to know put it there? that the fucking UPS, Amazon, yeah. uh, even the the, the FedEx people that cut the grass, you know, oh, yeah. they're gonna park literally across the street. Mm-hmm. You know, right next to him, you know. So then it's going to be like, all right, well, now I got to fucking, like, try to figure out exactly how I can squeeze through this without fucking up your car. You know? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm with you on that one. Him, when you drive past that house, do you give him a little head nod? I don't see nobody out there. You know, I'm just, you know, I'd be like, thanks for parking your car on the street. You got to call the goddamn driveway. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Pat, are you uh, are you are you in agreement here? Like, do you see it often? I don't see this as often as you do. Yeah, I don't. I mean, our our street is my street only has houses on one side, so it's not a problem in our neighborhood. Oh, There's plenty of ride to drive side. The to, best street plenty ever. Of room to drive. What the hell? Yeah, What's we're, on the we're other right, side of your neighborhood? Um, your, so your it's. Street? There's so there's a gated neighborhood next to us, and it, our neighborhood is houses on one side, so the other side is just empty basically. And then we're like. Four houses away from the river, I guess. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, so it's we're we're in one of the, like those hidden neighborhoods right before San Marco. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, our neighborhood's very quaint, so it's not. It's we quaint don't get much for now. Wait until the anyway. millionaires hear this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like well, build, that dude, um, build on that. Who's the dude? Right um, the dude, who, the the tight end for the Falcons who went to Bulls. He he did just move into our neighborhood. Oh really? Um. Yeah. Well, Hunter Haydenhurst, something like that. Yeah. Hunter yeah. Hurst. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I, I didn't. I don't follow football much, so I didn't know. But um. Yeah. No. I. It depends on the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. That's great that you guys just have to deal with cars. I have to like step over like a crackhead and stuff to get to my apartment. But you know, Jose, it's building character. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm becoming a better person every time. I can. It's I can building, see. Excuse me, crackhead. I'm sorry. How are the rats? How your morning? How are the rats? Have you have you seen any cross you yet? What's the biggest rat you've seen? Oh my god! No, no, be honest. Don't, no, come there, on, there, me. I mean, there's some pretty obnoxious. And you've seen them that big that you show me right now? Yeah, no, I mean, you see him running this, in the subway. Oh, this, this is literally the, the size of like a, a loaf of bread that he's showing me right now, or, or like a really like a, a solid sized like baked potato, like one that you would be like, damn, that's a big baked potato. This is a heavy potato episode. I just want to throw that out there. It's a very starchy episode. (laughs) Let's think of Jason's CrossFit buddies digging into a potato. That's what we're talking about size-wise right now. They're they're, they're pretty gross, but, you know, it's the New York thing. All right. Mr. Pat, plug away, man. I know you got all kinds of shit going on right now, so let's, let's hear it, man. Yeah, so we have um, we have a lot of things going on. We um, so right now, I guess Black Friday's over. But um, so for the end of the year, we are what we do for new clients is we run a trial month, um, and the okay. trial month is you get eight sessions per month, a month of nutrition coaching, all sorts of personalized goodies, access to our Saturday conditioning classes, um, and we sell for really discounted price. So we people can come in and experience be, experience us because we want people to see that we're worth it before they commit. Um, but we're actually doing away with that in January, doing transitioning to something that more reflects like our core values of confidence and commitment to yourself. So we're slashing the price on that until the end of the year. It's normally $199, which is like a ridiculous price for it anyway. It's $129 till the end of the year. Um, if people want to sign up, you can find me uh Jack's Fit Academy on um, Instagram. You can find me, that's our name on Facebook too. Uh, the website is jacksfitacademy.com and like 
um, Jason was saying earlier, we do a lot of virtual stuff. So I run two online coaching programs. One is a more intense one and one is just a Zoom program where a lot of, um, like Jason said earlier, like the local TV hosts actually are clients virtually. Um, so it is for a good fit for people who are not yet confident enough to go back in the gym but want that yeah. that comfort of knowing that someone, that they have a plan that is actually going to get them where they want to go instead of just trying to figure things out. And then also knowing that someone's in their corner because um, the app that, the custom app that I have, they can, um, they'll get access to a private messaging system so they can securely send me questions like, hey, I feel like shit today. What should I do? Hey, this dude's telling me to eat a raw sweet potato. Is that good? You know, all sorts <laughs> of things like that. So it's just basically like, you know, online's weird. It's it's good because it's, it's or say there's good and there's bad things. It's bad because you don't actually get access to someone working out unless they participate in the Zooms. But you get better access to their daily habits. So you can actually create a better change that way. Yeah. Yeah. So we do, we do, that's what we do. And then I also run a um, very small men's mentorship group, which I only work with three guys at a time. And it's basically like a lifestyle revamp group, um, mostly for like married guys who feel like they're losing something. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't didn't know that either. I think that's really cool though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a more, it's a very, like you you said, I'm very tough love kind of guy. It's like that in your face all the time basically not in like an aggressive way just in like uh, i expect you to do certain things every day and if you don't we're gonna have a fucking conversation about it no we've talked about it before and i've alluded to it like the blogs the articles just the post on facebook if you follow him personally or through jack's fit like you cut through the bullshit right away like you'll you'll like kind of open it with like the common common shit that people are saying and then you're like yeah that's stupid just do this, 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 and this. And you kind of break it down and you talk about like the hardships and shit. So I know that's what Kevin and I like why we've kept following you since we had you on the podcast, because like, it's it's not just the fact that you're like putting out a clickbait article. Like you're actually putting more substance into that article than you actually think someone would do. Like you put a personal side to it and then you put something that can relate to another person. And it's, uh, I've definitely fucking texted you many, many times asking like, either about equipment or like maybe a rehab question or something like that. So you, I know, you know, your shit, so it's definitely worth it. Um, I, I didn't, I've actually never asked Andy this cause I know Andy took it and I have to give props to Andy because Andy's the dude that tries something for like a couple months and then he moves on and he tries something for a couple months and he moves on. Maybe it's not a couple months, Andy, but I know you're a person that doesn't commit to something long term, And I know damn well, this is probably, if not, the longest thing he's committed to, 100%. um, the longest thing he's committed to. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's where that individualization comes in. So, I mean, like what Andy's doing is different from the other dudes that are the people that are there at the same time as him. Um, but like I said, we, we have a very distinct culture at Jack's fit and the people who work for me have to fit into that culture of, you know, they might not be as comfortable saying things up front as I am, but I'm also there running the whole program. So every person has one-on-one interaction with me every week. My coaches are very educated. My coaches are very engaging. Um, and they're just genuinely good dudes too, which helps a lot. And Andy, Andy kicks ass. Andy's one of my favorite people. And he, I don't think he's missed a scheduled session in like four months. Like he's there three times a week, like clockwork, busting his ass. Um, all of his strength numbers are going up. He's putting on significant muscle. He's feeling better. He's, you know, he's everything is in the win column for Andy, even if he's a Jaguars fan. He really wanted me to to to. He 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 told me he uh, he texted me earlier because he knew that you were going to be on the show, and he really wanted me to ask you a question about 
genetics and recovery and whether you recover quicker based uh, on your genetic. Uh, he posted yeah, so, something about I, this, by the way. Yeah, that wasn't about that at all. I, for, I totally forgot you and I had had that conversation because that was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And then I talked about it with Andy too more recently. Um, no, I mean, there's – I'm. who the hell knows how you were actually recovering? The fact is that yeah. you – did what you wanted to do and you were going to do it regardless. Like, oh, yeah, you knew sorry, if you the, were actually recovering at all, you know? Yeah, the backstory behind this is... not like we have any gauge is, for that other than Andy giving you shit. Yeah, yeah. The backstory, the backstory behind all of this is that, like, when I brought Andy to CrossFit a couple years ago, he was doing it and he was like, yeah, this is, this will be, this is cool, but, like, I'm not like you. I don't have the genetics to be able to, and I'm paraphrasing Andy because I know you're going to yeah. come at me hard, but, like, I'm not going to be able to recover as quick as you do, and I'm just like, bro kiss my ass you have no idea what i put into to be able to do this has nothing to do with me recovering or my genetics and i'm not saying it i I didn't say nothing like he's right in some situation but the amount of no the amount of genetics that he puts in there like he's basically like the way he implies it is like 90 percent genetics andy basically thinks that because you're who you are you just you could work out like the hardest workout of your life and then the next day do it over again right no i feel like shit the next day i just power through it mm. anyway sorry i know pat's pat's like trying to like i see your, your the pens clicking so what were you gonna say he's like no no i was saying my understanding based on what he told me the other day was that he just meant like your ability to do it day to day not necessarily your results from doing it like you can yeah, do yeah, it yeah. and not beat up and that's not the case so i've told him many times that i'm definitely yeah. beat up i'm I mean, absolutely I, I think- beat up Genetics really only plays a part for like those top tier. I mean, you know the people with great genetics. The rest of us are probably in that same average yeah. component. There's a genetic comp- component to everything, but there's also, like you said, your willpower component to everything. I'm telling you right now, last week there was a moment that it. I wish I had a handicap uh, bar on my like wall to sit down and take a shit. I was that sore on my legs. So like... I f- I'm sore, guys. Like it's not like I'm like oh I just busted out fucking thirty uh, like thirty three hundred pounds like rep squats or something like that. And then tomorrow I'm like I'm gravy, bro. Let's do that again. No hell no. I'm hurting like a motherfucker. I love that Andy's sitting there like just busting this workout and doing all this great work <laughs> and sitting there talking to Pat like motherfucking Jason just recovers so well. <laughs> like fucking genetics. I wish I had his genetics. I, look, while we're shitting on him, I'd also like to give him a lot of credit because that dude's like Jason said. He stuck with this shit for so long uh, with Pat and with his yeah, program. He's a, he's a fixture so, that at the gym, That speaks a lot man. to Pat. That speaks a lot yeah. to Pat as well and his program because, like Jay said, you know, he's he's gone through, you know, several different programs and that didn't really work for him. But, I mean, he's busting ass. He's in better shape than I am right now, 100%. And he's looking good. He's feeling good. Feeling good's the most, the biggest thing in my opinion, right? Like, yeah, as long as 100%. you feel good, like, you know, fuck everything else. Yeah, exactly. Who, ca- who rather, cares what you're bench pressing? You know, as long as you can fucking. You you'd know, rather be happy than look happy. God damn right! Hell yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I'm like in the middle. I'm I want to look at TRX tonight. And <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's go! Come on, man. All right, Kev. Uh, wrap it up for us. Hey guys, thanks everybody for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> Episode number one hundred and three. Thanks again, Pat for joining us again uh everybody go and follow him on instagram great fucking motivational uh instagram follow for sure like if if you're like me where you're looking for something to just give you that extra edge to kind of put you over go follow him for sure um so anyways uh follow us on 
cup to cup show no spaces that's right on uh, instagram twitter youtube facebook tiktok how are we doing on tiktok nothing there's nothing like Chase is supposed to do something with it. Like, do not. I need to get on there and start doing those dances yes. and stuff? Yes. I mean, you don't need to, but you can. Sure. All right. I'm going to get on there and start. I'm going to do a dance this okay. week. All right. All right. Cool, man. I don't know what that means, but awesome. I'm going to do a TikTok dance. I'm going to memorize a TikTok dance this week, and I will do it on TikTok. Okay. So make right. sure you go on there, Cup to Cup Show, no spaces. Also visit our website, cuptocuplife.com. Uh, Thank you, Jose. Thank you. You'll find our blog, um, which Jason just recently put out a blog about um, drinking games during the holidays, you know? Yeah. And you don't have to, like, I got some. No, hit, we're, doing, like, we're, we're doing them all. No, 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 no. We're, we're playing them. But I got some shit from some people that are like, bro, that's all you want to do is just drink during the holidays. And I literally what? put it in the caption. I put it in the what? caption. The first thing, you don't have to drink to play right. these games. Like, they're a lot of fun. Like, one of them is a team, uh, a team sport where you guys have to collect points based off of like verbiage from the movie the grinch so it's not it's not difficult it's not difficult just go check it out you don't Uh, have to get drunk to we got hoodies that's all i'm saying yeah we got hoodies for three days of winter what yeah for three days of winter yeah i know you get winter all the time i i really want to buy one but then i think about like the hoodies that are in my closet like you don't wear those yeah i'm gonna buy one though i'm gonna buy one okay (laughs) Uh, you can leave a voice nugget, and you can also check out our old brackets. We haven't decided what we're going to do on our new bracket yet, but we're going to do something. Dagum. Yeah. Jason's going to yell at us. Dag-dum. I kind of want to do, do it. Some? I, I kind of want to just do the most annoying people. Top 32 most annoying people. What? Like celebrities. Jason like Bay. celebrities. Is that bad? Gilbert Goffman. Cardi B. Cardi B. Oh, bro. Cardi, Cardi B would be up, up there. there bro. Cardi B is up there. Cardi B is up there. Oh, my God. She Who's the redhead? Who's the redhead that does uh, New Year's Eve sometimes with um the CNN dude? Yeah, she's. Oh yeah, she's awful too. Yeah, yeah, she's always been awful. The Jurassic Park kid from the dig site scene. Yeah, he's where he's like, yeah. What? That's not even scary. It's like it's like a giant turkey. Who's the really annoying voice girl? Little kid. She was she was like a um uh, a nanny or something. Really annoying voice laugh. Fran Drescher. Yep. Jesus, Jose. What about Flo Flo from Progressive? She doesn't annoy me. Really? She doesn't annoy me. Yeah. Can't stand her. Uh, Is it it the smile thing? I think it's just like, I think it's just a bad character that they've been shoving down our throat for 12 years at this point. Yeah. I I mean, I don't like her. A lot longer than we think she has. Yeah. She she predates television for all we know. Manchester City, like you know, they might be the most annoying people ever. At least the most like uh, fucking corrupt. Shit. That's a good word. Fucking Jose. Trash <laughs> ass. Hey, it was Pat, nice being here though. Pat, bro, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to jump it on. Jose, I don't appreciate you. You were no, late. No, I appreciate uh, this. No, you were late. You were five minutes late. Five minutes late, 20 minutes to get your audio working. I pulled it through, and I'm glad that I didn't have to do this with Chase, or else I wouldn't have gotten a word in the whole time. So For sure. I'm just I'm just glad I got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Boys, again, Pat, thank you, man. Thank you, Pat. You guys, it's Thanks December for me, 1st. Guys. Yep. Guys, hey. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. It's this is no. December 1st. It's December okay. 1st. It's you December shut 1st. your mouth. You guys all agree that after Black Friday or, th- or uh, Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. You can say it. It's Happy Holidays. I have to say happy holidays. I'm not going PC. I'm saying Merry Christmas. Go put up your your lights. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's America. All right, guys.